世界なんだろうタイムラインに先に見れるフェイク絶望や歓喜なんて駆け抜けるだけのミラーズ食べるインフォメーション揺らいでるノービジョン赤いレンズで青ジョーに曖昧なジャッジ難しいのチーズスカイラッシュ無関心ピーナッツ色で瞑想幻想ハイウェイシッチョウウェイインサイドサイド溺れていたいんでしょう妄想はいつだって水の味アウサイドサイドそれじゃ物足んないなら Naked dive, 感情放て確かめろ君のリアルを So naked dive, 衝動の埋せを求め続ければいいんじゃない無我夢中で叫べ限界はないさその答えの先へ開けニューワー Hello, it's Sandra, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. And today's episode is a discussional podcast. We're going to just talk about a few things that we see interesting in the news and then jump into some、uh, community chat. Maybe do a little bit of spoiler discussion towards the end there. Yeah. Because we don't really have much news to go work with. We, we, we need a little bit of filler. Yeah, well, the, the news is stuff that, yeah, we could talk a lot about, but it would be kind of being a dead horse at the last discussional podcast. Yeah. Because. Yeah, you'll, you'll see in a bit.、Uh, but yeah, we're from the TakuSpirit.com website. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime, as well as our wonderful community at the top, at the links in the forum. Also, have social media links on the right side. You can click there, get connected with us, and never skip a beat. Hey, I miss a beat. Hey, I miss, hey, a, hey, I miss hey. a beat. I, I, <laughs> I said it wrong.、Uh, I had a funny little,、uh, little poll thing that I asked in Twitter. I'm trying to throw out Twitter polls every now and then. For fun. <laughs> People seem to enjoy them. I hear that I'm getting in trouble for some stupid reason.、Uh, yeah, I, I, I posed the question if, like, it randomly popped in my head. I have, I have this big old suitcase of gunpla. I didn't even know they were called gunpla until here recently. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of dumb. <laughs>、uh, but a long, long time ago, Andrew used to buy a lot of these little gunpla, you know, model kits because they look cool and I put them together and then、uh, put them on my shelf and then. The move happened. I left them behind, and now they finally arrive several, several years later. I'm like, wow, I totally forgot that I have these. And they're like destroyed and battered and bruised, and they're just sitting in this little suitcase thing. And I'm like, I could put all these together and just stick them in Chris's little display cabinets that he got. Okay. So I pose the question Do people think that I should put all this gunpla into Chris's display case as a, you know, punishment for his. Negative words and comments against Mecca. Well, I don't know that I necessarily. By negative, what do you mean is the question. You look in a dictionary and look up the word negative. Because <laughs> that's what you my, are. That is、Mecca. an interesting picture. <laughs> yeah, that looks like school, pres- prison school. <laughs> Must be prison school. <laughs> anyway. Wow, nice <laughs> now, picture. Now that it's really messed me up. I'm looking at Twitter right now for that poll.、Um, my, my, the, the only thing that I've ever said negatively against Gundam is that it doesn't work for me. I didn't say Gundam. I said Mecha. <laughs> I'm Mecha. I said, should Andrew fill、okay, Chris's display see, cabinets of Gunpla but, for punishment of his words against Mecha anime? But I've never actually said anything. Okay, see, punishment time, for words against it. See, I've never actually said anything against it, just that it doesn't、oh, work for me. Give me a break. Every time Mecca comes up, it's, ah,、oh, Mecca. 
Oh, Mecca. Oh, it isn't. Pay. It is not. PA works doing Mecca. Gosh, how could you? Oh. <laughs> I'll know a zero mecha. I said that PA oh, works market. Ugh. A, a PA works mecha sounds interesting. I, where, did I ever say that it was? You're completely uh, like blocking out of your mind all the time. <laughs> People can support me in the chat and everything when we when we post this up. That 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 there definitely is a negativity from Chris for mecha. Even though we do kind of both on the same note, we like unmecha mecha. Yeah, you're you're predominantly negative against mecha. No, I just said that I, it doesn't work for me. You will not get me to negative. say something that negative. negative. That is negative. <laughs> the poll says 22 votes. 64% says yes. Put all of my gun plot in your display I, case. But then I think you learned about this whole poll. And so you decided to spend an entire day off redoing your display case just to make me feel bad at the idea. <laughs> it seemed quite fitting that the day the I poll was... <laughs> ended, you decided to redo your entire display I case. I was already planning on doing that, so... <laughs> it just brought it up. No, I didn't. I, I, I don't even really... I, I think that you mentioned that you were going to do that, but I. But no, I totally forgot about it. My, my I pulled out the, the, the Nendo boxes, what? Saturday or or Friday? That was Friday. Because I was already planning on doing it, so it was it was at the end of the the poll, which was no, it even Thursday. Was no, Thursday. that's that's when it was done. You did your rearranging on Thursday, right? Yeah, that's when I. But I had pulled out the boxes the weekend before. Mm. I was already planning on doing this. Mm-hmm. Sure. We'll believe that. <laughs> I, might, I, I guess I'm, I'm seeing it on my screen also. My my area, uh, Zerum, the animation came in, and I'm, like, super excited about that. But then it came from Amazon, so it's got to be all messed up, and I'm waiting for the replacement. So <laughs> Angel will have to wait to watch that, but he's excited about that. I've been watching some Golden Time, which... Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, well, I'm still waiting for we're the, still, the We're grab. still at the beginning, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tweeted the show does not want me to love this heroine at all because, like, this is the whole scene with her being mean to the one girl. Oh, that on was, that was like, brutal. Wow, this is why this guy hates her. And yet that doesn't seem to phase the main character at all because, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, by the end of that show, I had seriously changed my my stance on kaga i'm all, i'm all for a redemption story so we'll, we'll see if it ends up being a redemption story but so far it's like wow this is just like the pinnacle I, yeah. show that says childhood friends don't work because I, the 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 heroine is basically a childhood friend that's not working and then i'm already seeing childhood friend stuff pop up i'm like that's not gonna happen just stop just just stop being childhood friend <laughs> i uh i i absolutely could not stand kaga coco at the beginning of that show i I literally, I had a hard time getting through the first few episodes. It's more Linda. And then when I met Linda, it, that was about the only thing that pushed me through the, that first few up, that, that, that kind of middle point. And then I slowly came around on Kaga. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. She's got, she's got great character designs. So that's, yeah. I can give that. So just not, not doing it for me as a character. And Andrew's fighting over whether he should buy Caracaptor Sakura or not. I I really don't see why you're debating that one at all. I just <laughs> because two hundred twelve dollars. <laughs> I I got you. I, I hear you. And and the whole butchering the subtitles thing, which apparently is a thing. So 
for some reason, Nisa decided to treat Cardcaptor Sakura's sub as a dub and do the age-old issue of how do you handle the concept that you're not you're you're having the characters call them by their names, and then eventually they have the whole thing come up where they're going to call them by surnames, and it doesn't work anymore because you haven't been treating names correctly. And mm-hmm. that's what they did with the subtitles. And so that doesn't bother me so much. It's just more the fact that $212 is a lot to drop down all on. But it's, I mean, it's like 70 episodes. It, it sounds right. It's huge. It's huge. So. And it looks good. It, so I don't I don't know why. I'm, I'm probably going to wait until it eventually runs out of stock. And then Andrew goes, dang, Toradora, I can no longer have it. And we have any idea why Gosick is trending right now? Um, that would be cool if somebody picked it up. I know, right? <laughs> We're just like, this is the Twitter episode. We're just going to talk about Twitter now. <laughs> I don't know. It just, just says, uh, <laughs> random other people trend. saying randomly trending. Let's investigate. <laughs> it's trending. It's trending. Blah, blah, blah. Why is it trending? Because you're all talking about it trending. This is going to be one of those things where you end up finding out that it's because somebody just there's something else that has the same name and it's just picking it up. Oh, because Doll Girl and Konosuba. Doll Girl? Oh. That thing was creepy as heck. Yeah, it was creepy. It was like one of those, and I like the whole thing where he kind of hides and goes, Yavai! You know, he's like all, all scared and trying to hide. And it, just, just cover yourself up and it'll go away. Don't worry about it. I don't know, most of the stuff is in Japanese, so somebody must have made an announcement, and we'll know until it's translated. It's no big deal. I, it, I just happened to notice Gosick was trending, and I was kind of curious. Maybe we'll find out before the podcast ends. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think I've just been doing a lot of uh, Dragon Quest builders. That That import came in, and so it's been a long and strenuous journey of... I'm addicted to just building my village and then trying to figure out what the hell everybody's saying <laughs> so that I can figure out where I'm supposed to go next so that I can get more stuff to build over what I've already built. Yeah, I got about eight hours of doing that on Tuesday. It was it was fun. It's, it's, a, it's a really fun game. I love it, and I don't know why it's not announced yet. Maybe it's an E3 thing. Well, I guess we'll see. Um, but that's definitely something. When it gets localized, it'll get on the Vita and then be able to do portable. Hopefully it looks <laughs> as good on the Vita because that's it's a beautiful-looking game. Yeah, it is. And I mean, that's one of those things where I'm like, this be into JRPG of Dragon Quest and me happy. Just right. do it. Just this visual design, everything, and I'm good. So just throw it. I got an, I got an email on um, Bravely Second. Is that... Are we still on board with Bravely Default? Uh, or? No, I'm... Me personally, right now, I'm sick of Nintendo, so I, I that's dropped from my mind. Just like the... Uh, the Persona X Fire Emblem game pfft, left my mind because I'm just I'm tired of the I'm tired of Nintendo right now. Maybe eventually I'll go get it. Maybe once cheap, but yeah, I love the first Bravely Default, but I don't know, burned out, burned out on them. So plus I can only really handle one game at a time. Like Fire Emblem just completely went to the wayside once Dragon Plus Builders came in. <laughs> I can only I can only deal with one game at a time, and it doesn't really get that much of my time. So. I'm still trying to find Ghost 6 stuff, <laughs> so probably should run, move forward. Our news bits. Uh, we kind of put this off for long enough, but we'll, we'll bring it up now. Is uh, 
the the reason why we don't want to really beat dead horses from the previous podcast is because more things have popped up in Kickstarter and other things. Technically, one of them is uh, from Anime Ego, which uh, is doing a Kickstarter for funding uh, Writing Bean. Uh, that is something that technically went up the same time as Escaflone and just kind of is scary because it's right there with it. And well, no, I think it's a little bit later. Skip Beat went up same time as yeah. Escaflone, and that's that why absolutely it, got uh, outshadowed. <laughs> outshadowed is, is so a frustrating. Bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, the let, let's start with Skip Beat. Uh, Chris really likes Skip Beat. I love Skip Beat. I'm, I and when I heard about this, I was absolutely ecstatic. I I I want this to do so do well so bad it hurts. Yeah, because it's definitely only been uh, streaming on Crunchyroll with subtitles, and now they want to do a dub for Skip Beat. Um, and that's being done by the same people that did uh, Time of Eve. Yes. Yeah. So. It has that kind of, I mean, it, the group. I mean, it's not really like it's a big, huge team. It's not like a big corporation. And that's really where we were talking about being the dead horse. The really the only thing I really want to bring up in that regard is the reason why Chris and Andrew are here going, hey, Skippy, that's cool. Would love that to actually happen with something else being crowdfunded is because this is a group of people. This isn't a corporation. So this is a indie group. Yeah. This is what this... It's this stuff is built for is these kind of little small groups and the sad thing is is that like i told chris is like technically most of these things get most of their funding like in the first 48 hours it's not really moving no. for skip beats which is really sad it's been it's been at the 20 20 000 for quite a while now um i mean it it hit about eighteen thousand in the first day or two and then it slowly creeped up to about 20 and for the last uh, I don't know. I want to say five, six days for the last week or so. It's been at the twenty k, and now it's at twenty two of twenty two hundred ten thousand dollars. Two hundred ten ten thousand, and that is so frustrating because it is such a such a gem of a show. I have a. I I, I was going to mention uh, either between you or me. Remember, rem- remind me to. We need to get the um, the link in there so that people can see the the review that I put up for it. It is absolutely a gem of a sh- story. I love it. I love uh, the characters. Um, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I, I want to see this do well. I really do. Yeah, and of course, the, the negativity that's kind of surrounding it is is one of those sad things. It's, it's Yeah, some people claim it's because it's going alongside Escaflone, and Escaflone is outshadowing it, but I think it's more of a fact that a lot of people have a thing against Indiegogo and the fact they're using flexible funding and for those that don't know what flexible funding is, it's like this idea of even if they don't reach their goal of $210,000 to fund this, they can still do something with that money. Um, I don't think them as a group being from, you know, doing time of Eve or just ever experience, ever wanting to do anything in the future is going to suddenly just take all that money and run with it. If they don't meet their goal, it's, it's more of a thing of why, I mean, is it, is it a thing where if you get a, if you get a hundred thousand, you're, you're planning on doing, just a subtitle release on Blu-ray, or what are you going to do if you don't reach your goal? And they're not really making that very clear, and I think that's really where the, uh, the uneasiness is happening with this this particular Indiegogo. And it, and, and that's another one of those frustrating things, is is, is I, I frankly, I don't care about a dub. I, I want a really yeah. nice box set of Skip Beat, and that is my biggest thing right now, is I want the, the I want to support this because I want a really nice box set of Skip Beat. I love Skip Beat. Um, 
But as far as dub, I could really care less about the dub. I mean, I who knows? But yeah, I I I frankly think that they could just drop that down to a hundred thousand and be done with it. Yeah, <laughs> Get rid of all that dub stuff. I mean, it's just like when we're looking at uh, the one that's going to be pretty much our next subject, which is the idea of the the, write, the writing being. Which, if you don't know what writing being is, it's like a it, it's it's based off of the gunsmith cats thing you had gunsmith cats and you have writing being and it has a character crossover happening i don't think i ever watched writing being but i did watch a lot of the uh gunsmith cats and the gunsmith cats had him kind of included in there and that's why i recognize him so well and it's just kind of a quick i think two episode uh show so it's not really that much and it's i think they're only shooting for like fifty thousand. they made it within hours so it's like there wasn't that much they were requesting out of the audience in order to make this certain point and they're pretty much using the same mass. It's not like they're going to go out and redub the entire thing, so not really asking for much. And it's being an older show, I don't think they really expected to have, you know, a huge, huge uh, offering there. But definitely trying to aim for that uh, $210,000 mark is a lot to do with the dub. They're talking about nearly half of it being to uh, the dub itself. It's, it's to studio costs being 40% of that 47%. And then the cast and everything is this huge chunk of it. So it's an unfortunate thing. It is nice that they're actually showing what this money's going to, unlike, you know, Escaflon and Funimation, <laughs> but they're just gazing, gauging interest, so they don't need to, they don't need to point that out. No, yeah, they're Andrew just... beating dead horse. <laughs> Andrew beating dead horse. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of wish both of those one success because, like I said, these are indie groups. Uh, they're not big companies, so they're using this com- this kind of stuff for the right needs. And this is kind of what we were saying earlier about this is what that stuff was for. This is why we were complaining about Funimation. And it, again, if you guys are excited about the Funimation thing with Escafloni, that's fine. I, I love the Escafloni also, so I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, that's just our opinion. So take it or leave it. Uh, what else do we have here to get away from more beating of headed horses? Uh, Rage of Bahamut, Minaria Friends anime has been indefinitely uh, delayed. Yeah, that's kind of frustrating because you know it good looking characters. <laughs> yeah, character design because I mean it's Rage of Bahamut and we loved uh, Rage of Bahamut the the series that Mappa did. Uh, this was being done by a different studio, but wasn't it yeah. the 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 Rage of Bahamut group that had started? A, uh, I, I'm I'm actually kind of surprised that this is kind of fell through. Does that imply that their new upstart uh, studio died or what? No, it wasn't their their new company because i think that was one of the questions that we brought up when the the rage of bahamut minaria friends was actually being announced was that they just announced they were making their own studio i thought this was going to be their breakout but technically the studio that was working on it is not that studio because it's studio habari which has been doing stuff for a long time unless they i don't think they bought them out or anything so uh but yeah it's just a kind of a bummer because we really liked Rage of Bahamut, and Rage of Bahamut itself has really great character designs. And as I think somebody on the forums pointed out, uh, sadness because we don't have Yuri dragons. Was it, oh, was it is that Tor- where the Yuri Tori, dragon yeah. thing Tori came was sad from? Because it's no Yuri dragons. Even though Kokoret says that the, technically Cross Age has Yuri dragons, but I don't remember Cross Age having Yuri dragons because there was dragon girls. And there was Yuri. And there was a lot of very <laughs> Yuri situations between women 
in the other world, but I don't remember the dragons themselves becoming together. But you can insinuate a lot of things with the fact the other world has a lot of females running around together and all the males are dragons and they probably get lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I haven't said, seen a guy in a long time. I, so. I had, because Andrew had asked me and I was like, there might've been a possible situation between kind of the princess or queen or whatever. And, and one of the first in charges of the dragon, but I don't remember. It's been what, almost a year since we watched that. Yeah, the Blu-ray's coming out here soon. Yeah. <laughs> with uncensored... No, uh, we're still debating on oh whether or not gosh. we should get it. <laughs> yeah, the problem with... Because, yeah, I was I was thinking about getting the, the Blu-ray. I'm like, wow, this is, I'm really kind of excited about this, and I'm not going to be, you know, dancing around the idea, but the idea of it being uncensored, but it was like, I'm looking into what I usually do, like, oh, Blu-ray releases, what kind of uncensored stuff will they have? I mean, what, what what's the difference in quality? And, yeah, apparently... <laughs> They're uh, a weird species of women in that world, and they all, uh, the fog goes away, but they still don't have certain uh, attributes of, <laughs> of, of their chest that they're kind of missing still. So, uh. don't know why. It's a weird world. Um, they have mana there and dragons, so maybe that's just their 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 body makeup or something. They had structure. to give it up. So Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they just <laughs> cut them. I don't know. <laughs> getting dark uh the only other thing i really have oh, i only have a couple other things uh funimation now app has been launched in north america yay an app that's useful <laughs> so far um but yeah the north america and you liked store, it right yeah I, I i plugged into my phone i messed around with it a little bit immediately you can log in what's nice is they don't have they don't have a free version of it and a paid version of it there's just one version of it you install it you immediately log in or register and boom everything's there it's, it's so far it seems really easy to navigate you navigate there's a simulcast button you can see all the simulcasts that are currently being updated um no ads anywhere on the screen it looks very nice and smooth there's jump forward and jump back buttons it seemed really nice and I, i'm kind of excited for it because it's finally i, I could finally get rid of that safari shortcut thumbnail button and just use an app on my phone <laughs> yay yay um to note somebody on twitter was saying that uh, they didn't have a subscription with them and installed the app and registered but they weren't even able to see anything catalog wise so i'm assuming that if you don't have a subscription you can't even see the free stuff which would kind of suck i'll have to i'll have to investigate that more but from what it looks like you have to have a subscription for this thing so that's one of the, uh, the the downsides to it. It would be nice if they, if they had to where if you're not subscribed, you can still see the the free catalog and have a, uh, ads or something like that. So maybe it's something in the future, but it's a good sign going forward. I'm not sure if it's even available in the UK, which was my impression what Funimation Now was for, but... I think that with the way that they're tied into, if I remember right, the free content goes to Hulu. Um, and I think that that would... Uh, negate the fact that Hulu has to have Hulu Plus to get access to their stuff through. Does that make sense? Yeah, because you have to so have like, just, Hulu just, Plus. Just use the Hulu app. <laughs> well, no, exactly. The, the 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 main problem is Hulu free Hulu content. You have to be on Hulu's website. So by using Funimation free, that it would automatically target you to Hulu automatically and hulu will not allow you to have anything on an on a on a portable device or an 
a, a app of any sort without having Hulu Plus. You cannot access it flat out. Uh-huh. So it would be it's kind of like bypass you would you would be using the Funimation app to bypass Hulu's I, I guess terms of agreement <laughs> in a we- weird way. So it it that, that that's probably why it won't allow that. Yeah. Who who's weird like that? Um like I would assume that probably the anime network does the exact same thing where if you were to access any of their free if you were to access them from free content through an app, it won't allow you to, because that their their stuff is on Funimation as well. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Hulu. Yeah. Um, I also heard they're also pushing forward on the the UK uh, distributing. I think they have uh, pricing models out now. Yeah, that's what I heard. So, yay, that's actually happening. So all of our UK listeners, that's that's awesome. We can look into that. Um, definitely, definitely excited for you guys to have that new venue. I know it doesn't have the entire catalog, but that's kind of expected because there's licensing differences between each region. So, uh, I guess we can all we can really say is more patience and more patience and more patience and more patience. So, uh, also they have an Android and Windows 10 app available for the Funimation now. So if you actually use those, you can, I'm just joking. Um, the only other thing I have here is Sentai Filmworks has added Strawberry Marshmallow OVAs to their catalog, so that's that's exciting for me. Um, I was really excited for Funimation getting the original Strawberry Marshmallow, and they're releasing that in July, question mark? Here soon, actually. I think it might be this month. Um, but that's really awesome because it's a really cute little series, and uh, they're apparently going to get the OVAs, which are uh, two-episode OVAs called uh, Marshmallow Encore and... Uh, the three-episode Marshmallow OVA. But yeah, for those who don't know, Marsh- Strawberry Marshmallow is basically just a, a really fun, cute show with a bunch of little girls that just act cute and are cute and are really cute. And Who, who cares? And Lollies. Yeah. And, you know, people claim that it's it's inappropriate, but I think it's just cute. Cute and innocent stuff, so... I'm, I'm excited to get that uh, Blu-ray. I was kind of hoping that this stuff would be like, oh, we're just going to kind of shove it into the other Blu-ray release that we're doing already, but apparently they're going to do just two separate uh, releases. So look forward to that if you're into the cute characters and doing cute stuff and cute and kawaii and cute stuff. So kawaii, cute, cute, kawaii, cute. Like, 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 is the Order of Rabbit type cute? Cuter. Cuter? Cuter. No. More lolly. Uh, These are like more lolly than your is Yoda rabbit. This is impossible. It's like, like, well, I guess it's like uh, 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 the the younger girl's age. So yeah, I guess I guess that's right. But cuter. Okay, okay. Well, I'm taking your the word neon for this. girl. You seen the neon I'm, I'm girl? Ta- I'm taking your word for you it. You seen the neon girl? Yeah, I did. That was cute. <laughs> that was adorable. <laughs> uh, that's all the news we have. Very very quiet last couple weeks, but uh, hopefully people enjoyed hearing about that kind of stuff, and we can move on to our. Community. Community, we have a couple questions. If you want to ask questions, uh, you can go to our community at kotakuspirit.com. Go to the forums, submit, register, submit your questions there. Or you can submit a a comment in the contact us button at the top of otakuspirit.com. And our first one comes from Semibolt. says, do you sort out out your anime collection? If so, how do you sort it from A to Z, studio, etc.? That is an Andrew question. Studio is interesting. I, I actually thought about that. I was like, studio would be actually really interesting. Put all my PA work <laughs> stuff together. Put all my, uh, you know, uh, Kyoto animation stuff together. Whatever. But I, I think the the problem that always comes with sorting anime, and this is this is basically the, the answer to the entire question, is 
all the boxes are different, and so sorting it really sucks. <laughs> so you sort by box type. It's, it's basically by box size, and then by uh, some of them, when there's a lot of them, I'll do it alphabetical. Like, I, I do... The only ones I've done alphabetical is the standard Blu-ray boxes. I put them all on one shelf, and they're alphabetical. Uh, alphabetical. And then I have, like, all my large size NAS America boxes and Viz boxes are all on the bottom shelf and this uh, Bakemoto Guitari series are on the bottom shelf and then all my DVDs are on one big long shelf because they're huge and they're all different sizes and I can't really organize but no I try but thanks to the differences in size in the boxes it's really a a crappy thing to have to go through and there's even the problem of like there's Blu-rays that are the size of DVDs, and it's like, I I want to put the Blu-ray and DVD releases together, and then I try, but <laughs> it, it's, it's a measurable failure. So, uh, Let's see, the next question is, which Shinagami from Death Note is your favorite? I don't remember the names, but I liked... I liked. Uh, I, I only remember Ryuk. <laughs> yeah, that was Ryuk. Um, the other one, the one that was with... Uh, the one that's with Misa, Misa is, that one is probably my favorite. Most. Yes. But I thought of something. Do you remember that there was one that gave up his life for Misa? Yeah, that was the one where I got the book from. Yeah. Well, he, he was there for like 10 seconds. <laughs> that was it. But he, but he <laughs> sacrificed himself for Misa, which I thought was, was cool. Spoilers. Yeah, I can't really get I that. guess that's technical. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm um, saying there's another aspect that would basically be if you like that aspect, you're there's another aspect that technically happens. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're, we're dancing around spoilers. Um, so we'll just uh, yeah, but yeah. So Misa's, I'm gonna go like by one. default the one that hangs out with Misa. Just there you go. Based on that, don't remember the name. We no. Suck. <laughs> uh, I've heard you guys talk about some of their works before, but what do you guys think about Clamp? Do you like their stories, art styles, etc.? Yeah, art style. They do have a lot of unique art styles to them, but um, I'm not like particularly. I go after clamp stuff, so that's my that's my answer. I but that, it really was a that was really something that was big in like the '90s, and that's something that's just hard to remember most of that stuff. Yeah, I adore clamp's art style. Um, I am very intrigued by clamp. Um, I. Got very heavy into Subasa Chronicles. I've never finished it, I, I, and I hate the fact that I haven't finished it. I started uh, Card Capture Sakura, never finished it. Um, I I have an interest in Clamp. I just have never actually dug into it catalog. as much. Kind of struggling to remember most of it. Chobits is a huge one for you. So Chobits, yeah, I adore Chobits. I like the Magnite Radar stuff, but that's really a long time ago. I can't really m- remember most of it. Triple X Holic, didn't you watch that? No. no. I guess that's really the only one. Supposedly, ones there's this weird thing about they all tie into each other, which I really, really want to know how that all works, but I never have actually taken the time to do it. I guess Magic the biggest, Knight Ray Earth? Yeah, I guess the biggest ones for me is Magic Knight Ray Earth, uh, Car Captor Sakura, and, uh, and uh, Chobits. Yeah, I mean, they're. I mean, of all the ones that I'm really seeing, it's really there. Are, there are a lot of really unique stories. I mean, some might claim that a lot of them don't really pan out correctly, but they all do something very interesting and very uh, intriguing to go through. They're they're interesting stories to kind of go through. They're not your typical kind of stuff. So, yeah, I haven't really seen anything from them recent though. 
That's that's kind of a sad thing, but maybe eventually. I think the earliest one is probably uh, Chobits. That's sad. <laughs> that's a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I don't don't really actively seek them out, so that's really, that's really the problem there. So uh, let's see. But I got, we both acknowledge the fact that they got some really beautiful artistic stuff, though. Let's move on to Kokorek says, uh, "What historical or what real life historical period without any fantasy would you like to become an anime setting?" I mean, we're, we're getting a really nice uh, feel of like the Showa period with uh, Showa Gengoroku, which has been really awesome. I would like to see more stuff in that period. If that's, I guess I can give that answer. I, I think I'm kind of drained on a lot of the older stuff because it, again, it's more in the fantasy realm. But like Ramona Kenshin and stuff, Kenshin and stuff had really kind of the the time frame which Ramona Kenshin came out kind of killed that period for me because there was just a lot of samurai type shows coming out. Um, but yeah, I would like to see more dramas around the Showa period. I think that's mainly because I'm liking Showa, though. I wouldn't mind something in the 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 old samurai stories, but more serious. Feudal feudal Japan, yeah, feudal Japan, but more serious, not necessarily actiony, not necessarily because House of Five Leaves I thought was absolutely phenomenal, and it did have the samurais there, but it wasn't really so much a samurai show like Rurouni Kenshin was. I mean, it was more just their life and what they are dealing with as Ronin, which I thought was absolutely phenomenal. It's something that it's it's a cool thing to understand, um, and it's interesting to understand it from a perspective of um, understanding how they looked at Ronin, which it's just really cool. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, live action films that are in that time period, and they they deal with a lot more serious content. Just again, it's being Japanese acting, it usually always has that little quirk to it. Like, it can't really take the serious because it just feels weird the way they're acting. Um, but I mean, if you could take some of those stories and apply them to anime, it would be really awesome because I've seen a lot of really cool stories in live action, just haven't seen them applied in anime. And anime usually deals with action, whereas live action usually deal with more what they're going through and the emotion and everything. So, which I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they'll start to notice that if, if, if shows like Showa actually take off and then they'll start to understand that they don't have to have action comedy and all that stuff. They can actually pull off these other shows and that kind of show will shine. I think. Yeah. yeah I agree. Uh, let's see here. Cooker Castle says one anime trivia question: anime series. The vision of Escaflowne initially wasn't meant to be directed by Kazuki Akane. Uh, change was made during pre-production. Uh, what was the name of the initial Escaflowne director, and what he ended up directing instead? I, I do not know. I got me. Cooker says it's his name is Yashiro Hiro. Uh, Imagawa, and he directed 1994's, let me guess, Mobile Sun- <laughs> Gundam, Mobile Fighter G Gundam instead. Kukurk Lice's Gundam. Should have guessed that. Uh, yeah. If he asked me what else that he did, I would say Gundam, because that's the only reason you'd bring it up, because Gundam. Gundam's awesome. Because he wants to taunt us and say, <laughs> you guys know nothing about Gundam. No, that's I, what it I is. Guess- He's trying to make us feel like less of no, we were, we, were, we were talking about uh, 4K 4K anime or something like that, and and Cooker brought up the idea that uh, 
Thunderbolts being rendered natively in 4K and it's being the one, the first anime. And I'm like, no, I, I've heard of some other ones, but that's really cool. I, I mean, it, but it's always like Kukurk is always there to tell us the awesome trivia of Gundam because we're not as big into Gundam. So that's that's what we said before. We love getting these little groups of people that are in different love different aspects and we have a couple people that are really into Gundam and that's really awesome to hear that kind of trivia stuff because that's stuff that I miss. So, uh, semi bolt says, did you notice that the certain, uh, that in certain scenes of erased, the TV, uh, screen shrinks, but randomly gets normal size when the anime is over. Uh, how do you so think Aniplex got so, this technology so soon? So erased is actually taking over your TV and shrinking it. Yes. That is insane. Mm-hmm. The TV screen itself shrinks. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's crazy. Or it could be that you're on drugs. Am I on drugs? It could be. Simi Bolt's on yeah. drugs. Simi Bolt's on drugs, too. He's the one that's noticing this. They've got a new technology that injects fumes that will mess with your mind into your television and it seeps into your room. I'm not watching Erased anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's trying to erase you. Um... But I'm assuming they talk about like the the whole aspect ratio shifting, which is kind of cool. I I I usually don't. I'm not a huge fan of the idea of aspect ratio changing, uh, or or just having a different aspect ratio. I what was the last one I can think of that did that was uh, Fruitcasia did it. They were they were doing a different an extended widescreen aspect ratio, which was kind of interesting at the time, and it kind of gives you more of a you see more of the atmosphere and your, your, your focus kind of narrows to more of a broad atmosphere. And it's a really cool little, uh, trick. I know I was playing, uh, uh, the order 1886 and that entire game is like that, that I don't like <laughs> because it's such a small screen and I'm, I'm trying to shoot things and I have this very, very narrow, narrow view, but it's trying to give you that kind of movie feel. So, what they're going for. I don't. I don't mind it generally, as long as it doesn't kick me out of the experience. That's that's the big thing. And I every episode, every episode, it kicks me out right at the end. Uh, <laughs> I yeah right. Um, no, I I have not. It's it's. It, I I don't want to say I haven't noticed it because I do know exactly what you're talking about. Um, especially when when they have the things going across this the the top and the bottom. So when they actually doing the film things, yeah. I noticed that like big time. That is actually kicking me out of the experience. So if 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 anything, I don't like that because of that reason. The other times it never really noticed it kicking me out of the experience. So I'm fine with it. Uh, it and and anything that's giving me an extra bit to of immersion is good for me. I like that. Homebound 11's back. It's about time. It's here. Hey, get back to work. You, don't you have some stats to do? We didn't have no Yeah, we haven't had stats for a long time. So. I know, right? <laughs> uh, it says, question. Yeah, it's been a while, so hi. Don't hate me. I don't hate you. I've been you. dealing with we actually like you and such. We actually like you, homebound. We, we, we kind of like, like I, we kind of want you to hang around. Kind of have a thing for you, you know? No, I didn't say nothing about that. No. I thought we were going there. I'm sorry. I'll go easy He's this got time a girlfriend because now. I know all of you will argue for hours if I do what I intend on doing. What is the hardest part about doing a podcast? Time. Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say sounds, which that actually kind of worked out. <laughs> 
Um, sounds and and this is this is actually an awkwardness in in my my realm. Um, I'm so super self conscious of the my breathing, and <laughs> it drives me absolutely crazy. Yeah, every I, now and then you guys might hear yeah a nose whistle or something, and I'm yeah. I've gotten so overly self conscious of it. I actually like kind of sit away from the microphone and it and it drives Andrew crazy because my 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 sound dips down really low so he has to amplify me and all that junk. I'm like just picking up it bouncing off walls instead of going directly into the mic. Yeah, I'm 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 super self-conscious because I know how annoying that is when you're when you're listening to it. I I'm I know how annoying it is when you're listening to somebody who has a stuffy nose. I I'm so self-conscious of that stuff. I'm, I'm blowing my nose just before we get in here. So yeah, the, the hardest part is making sure that I give you guys the best possible quality. <laughs> and that's probably the worst. Yeah. I, I guess the, the joke is, 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 is scheduling and, and working around noisy dogs or storms or whatever. But I think it's one of those things where it's a necessity, but it's also something that you just dread uh, is probably preparation. Uh, just getting an outline put together, knowing if you're going to have enough content from people. Like we had our, our recent episode, we were talking about, uh, uh, my gosh, I've already lost the name of the episode in my head, uh, is anime dying? And when we were putting that together, I mean, this is entire thought process of, is this enough? Are we going to have enough to talk about? Is it going to, is it a good outline? Is it going to be thorough? Are we going to be, is it going to progress? Well, is it going to, are we going to lose people at some point? Are we going to get our point across here? Is this necessary? Is this going to throw people off? Uh, this and this podcast episode, we're like, we're there isn't really much news. Are we gonna have enough to talk about? Well, we usually and we're find already at, to talk and about. we're already at forty minutes. And it, and it, I was actually getting ready to point out that one of the interesting things that we've, I, I at least I've noticed. I don't know if you've noticed it. I know that you've made reference to it, so I would assume you kind of notice is when you start when you start putting layouts or when you start doing kind of thinking about what you're going to review. There's this aspect of. I know kind of where I would go in this this discussion and the things that I would talk about and and you can kind of estimate about how much time you'll take on that particular thing. But then you have this other aspect of it's not necessarily that I can judge what Andrew will t- say, but I can kind of gather roughly about how much time if I'm talking to Andrew and things that I know that Andrew's probably going to bring up and I can kind of estimate where Andrew will take the conversation. It's not that I know exactly what you'll say. Does that make sense? But I can kind of estimate about how long, if I'm going to talk about this subject, roughly how long this subject will take. Now, sometimes we, I'll vastly miss or underestimate that or vastly overestimate that, but you do kind of have this kind of uh, a feel for about how long each subject will make. And that's, I don't know if that's just a two years worth of talking to you on podcasting type thing. Well, it's just like whenever we're trying to make a point and you're trying to rush to that point because you're afraid of the other person wanting to chime in on one of, something in there in the middle. And you're trying to rush to get that point so that you don't miss that point. Yeah. Or the person <laughs> takes over and you're like, well, I'll just pick it up after he comes back. And you completely forget your point. Right. I mean, yeah, there's always a the juggles there, but 
just just wanting to get together enough content and hoping that it's going to be something that people enjoy because I mean that's that's of course probably one of the biggest aspects of it is just this is something that we've now you know gained an audience of people that care to even listen to us and which is very humbling but that you're constantly wanting to one up yourself you're constantly wanting to create something that's going to blow them away and never going to happen but it's something that I want us to strive to and it's it's kind of I have to tell myself often just to just just to let it be. Just, yeah, there's just have fun and just let it be. It's it there is this aspect of wanting to be dynamic and yet at the same time still have fun at doing this and we're tr- we're constantly trying to evolve and become better and 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 have more to give to you guys. And yet at the same time we're trying so hard not to overwhelm ourselves and still keep this fun and light and, and, and enjoyable. And we kind of mentioned in the last podcast, but that's something that we're, that's something we're coming up to right now. And it's, it's really a case of we have, we're doing them right now. We're doing where we're watching our shows and we're trying to watch older shows to throw in, in the midweek. And that is something that we're kind of seeing as being a struggle to keep up with the current season. And the next season is going to be even huger, uh, so it's going to be a, a telling thing next season if we're going to be able to still cover everything and still be able to do other things because I just don't see it happening. There's only so much time in the day. Like I said earlier, it's, time is a huge thing. T- always having the time to do this stuff is always a big thing. But I think my last point would probably be editing. I, I hate editing, but at the same time, it's a necessity. So, uh, And it's something like I've already mentioned before. I don't like letting up the rings on that because I'm so... I'm so, I can't let things be broken. If I hear a um, I go back and delete it. It's not really necessary, but I delete it because I hate the ums. I hear a, a barking. I, I want to get rid of that barking. I hear a, a click. I want to get rid of that click. There's a gap here. I want to get rid of that gap. So I listen to the entire episode every every time I record, and I want to make sure that it, it is perfect before I export it. And we even had a problem where we, <laughs> I exported last episode, which had a, segment cut out and put at the end after the music because it felt like it kind of ran on. It was kind of an extra thing I want to put on there. And I forgot to edit it. So I ended up putting it all together. I exported it. I I put all the tags on it. I uploaded it and I started listening to it while I was putting up the post and I posted it. I tweeted it out. And then I realized I didn't even edit any of that last segment. So I had to, in my, I need everything perfect. I went back and I deleted those gaps of error and then yeah it's being somewhat perfectionist sucks <laughs> i on my last thing i that i would want to add to it is i have become like i said earlier i've become self-conscious of sounds i've also become self-conscious of how do i put it the way i say things yeah um I, it's it's not it's not necessarily that I take criticism hard, but in a way I do. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think anybody takes criticism hard because it's really a thing of your that that's something that we've dealt with with uh just somebody saying nitpicking a certain aspect. Like when I used to butcher Japanese names, I I still do, but I used to butcher them really bad back in the day. And Every time I was corrected on it, it's like, look, I'm an English speaker. It's like, I, what do you expect from me? I mean, <laughs> criticism always sucks because it's like you're trying so hard to do something properly. You're trying to be accepted for what you're saying. 
especially when we're talking about reviews. Reviewing is a difficult thing to do. That's another one to add to that. Reviewing is a difficult thing to do because you're wanting to express your opinion on something, but you're afraid of being too negative because you don't want to be ousted for being a negative person, but at the same time, you want to talk about the good things, but then you know that somebody's going to hate you for thinking it's a good show. There's always the element of of just hoping that people accept the decisions that you'd make in how you view things. Right. Yeah. It, 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 it is. It, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's like... I I may I may make reference to a silly thing and then I meant it as something silly and then somehow that turns into something that is is not right and it's it's like okay well it was supposed to be a joke or if I do actually make a comment about something and I think that I'm right about it and somebody comes back and says no that's not right and I'm like well okay I'm sorry I it it wasn't intentional it's 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 one of those frustrating things because what that did ineffectively did is it changed the way I do things because now I'm more self-conscious and I won't take the chances to say something that I may think is right but I'm not 100% sure so I'll probably keep that little bit of information back because I don't want to be effectively corrected does that make sense yeah. and it's it's it, it so yeah and in, in a lot of ways those things i i don't mind being criticized i actually i would prefer constructive criticism by all means but it 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 there is um um the my point is is that it does affect me it does affect us uh, at least me anyway i'm andrew's reali- tougher skin than me i just realized that we bled into the next question well i've been i've been doing the podcasting before this and with a, a gaming site and and being a part of a lot of communities, and so I'm I'm used to internet bullying and internet uh, criticism, the the anonymous attacker kind of thing. Uh, but it's more in the fact that at some point in my life, a long time ago, I decided that I'm not going to stress over things because it's not worth it. And, it, and that, what what sucks about that is that it, it always makes it almost it almost makes me feel like I am discounting issues that people have because I just don't want to I don't want to stress over it. So if if somebody expresses a dislike for something and I kind of blow it off, I, I feel like I'm being mean in that regard. But it's more of the fact that I just do not want to deal with that stress. The stress is not worth it. If if you want to go ranting about something, you do that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fall into that because hey, it's not no, worth I've it. been de- I've been podcasting as long as you. Mm, <laughs> not technically. No. We were podcasting, and then we went to Gaming Union. I podcasted I I with you at Gaming Union. Okay. Yeah, I guess we were <laughs> Okay, I got you. Um, but yeah, the next one he had was, uh, what is the hardest part about doing a review? Which I guess we hit on that is just hoping that people accept that is the points that you make and not criticize you for what you believe in a show yeah. and how you view it. Understanding that that I'm not, I don't hate a show. Just because I have a problem with the show does not mean I hate it. I I generally I love pupa. Okay, I love pupa. If you think that I the 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 one show that I have I have I have probably been the hardest on is either pupa Galileo Dona or what was uh, Flag Breaks. I love all three of those shows. Those are the three shows that I've been hardest on in my time of doing reviews. And I, think the hardest I one love all three. On of them. Was the hardest show that you've ever been on was Classroom Crisis. 
Because you dropped it. I did drop it. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the t- most. T- but I well, think I, I said I, a long I time ago was cute characters in there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just just difference of opinion is always a difficult thing about doing reviews and just uh, wanting to cover it all is is one of those kind of unseen issues. Just wanting to cover it all and trying to grab everything, and then you realize that you're just kind of taking too much in. Uh, I think what we're doing right now is helping because what we're doing is kind of sanctioning off shows hitting them one by one and make sure we get the review in so that we don't forget this kind of stuff. Cause I had, we were talking about recently uh, that we were, you watched a uh, selector infected wick sauce and later on I watched it and because of the movie was coming out and I was like, we need to get together and do a review. Totally forgot about it. Uh, and so now, by now it's like, I've, I've forgotten everything about it. We can't even do the review, the, the, the group review for it. That's, I guess it's one of those other unforeseen unseen things is, Doing podcasts, doing reviews, one of those issues with it, the hardest aspects of it, is just telling ourselves you don't have to do a review. <laughs> yeah. Like, we, we've had times where one of us will watch, he's watching a random show, and it's like, wait, you're going to watch that without me? We're, we got to do a review for it. It's like, no, don't take me wrong. Just, if you want to watch, to watch it, you go watch it. I mean, if, that's fine. It's okay that we don't do a review for a show. If you just want to watch it, to watch it, that's fine. We have to tell ourselves, and yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, Homebang11 also says, uh, what has been the most satisfying anime to finish watching? Hmm. I almost want to say Gatchaman Crowds. Yeah, that's a good one. And mostly because it was a show that we weren't expecting. It just came out of nowhere. We looked at it, found it, enjoyed it. And it was an awesome show on top of that. So I would almost say that was probably the most satisfying. Yeah. And before that, I think I'd probably put uh, Punchline because that was one that a lot of people dropped off on. And I loved how it kind of continuously surprised me until the very end. So, But those are, those are I mean... Finally watching Hop on Anime was nice. <laughs> yeah, that one... It was satisfying to finally get that off my off my shame list. But yeah, it, it's it's one of those that the the to say satisfying would mean a show that gave you more than what what you were expecting. And and Gatchaman Crowds is about the only one that really kind of fits into that category for me. I I mean. I would be so bold as to say probably. I mean, if you want a show that I just think that captures everything, it would be my Hime. But that's that's what is, what is the yeah uh, Wolf Children? <laughs> <laughs> just just throwing out names now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just, just this, just this. Um, I came away with it. The finally most... watching Bakuman Katari has been really satisfying for me. I I am. I don't know why I put out that off sh- that off so long. It's it's beyond me. But we just got through Nisimono Guitar. We're gonna do review recording for it here soon. It'll be posted later. Um, but yeah, that show is just I don't know why it's taken me this long and I'm happy that I got the series series. So I'm satisfied that I have the series. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, what anime should I show my GF? Yes, I got a GF. Stop gucking now. He must What's be talking that? about that app. He's got a GF. girlfriend app. Oh, the girlfriend anime. The okay, girlfriend app. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. We're not judging. Girlfriend beta. We're not judging. 
who doesn't watch anime at all? Um, or, or, what if should I show his, his girlfriend? Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't give, uh, don't sh- give I her psychopaths. I psychopaths as whoa. a way to show her that anime can't be <laughs> mature. But I think she got scared away after the human explosion in the first episode. <laughs> Decided to show her Time of Eve next. But after that, I don't know. Time of Eve uh, is Time of Eve is probably a good option. Uh, that, that, uh, yeah, Psychopath. No, no, no. Homebound, homebound, homebound. Where are you going, man? Um, it's always an element of trying to juggle. <laughs> we, we've talked about this in, um, we, we, we had a question or something Was like that. Of how Anime did, 101, what? wasn't it? Maybe. Well, it was basically shows to show people that don't aren't in anime, and it really is an element of gauging what they're interested in, if they're interested in sports or whatever, and then really kind of, uh, kind of slowly moving them in. You have to hide the tropes of anime and slowly move them in before you kind of slowly introduce those tropes. Otherwise, you're just going to give them that culture shock that you know we're we're all too used to. And yeah, psychopaths is. Anything with a lot of heavy mind destruction or or violence is usually probably not something that you can just throw somebody in, especially if it's not like a a person that is just I'm into action. Let's go see some action violence kind of stuff. Yeah, my 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 first. I mean, the the joke aside, I mean, my first reaction is, um, it, I'm assuming they're heavy into sci-fi. I mean, I, I I can't imagine Homebound. I mean, I know you're a smart guy. I can't imagine you'd be just throwing sci-fi at somebody who's not into sci-fi. But yeah, Psychopaths is really heavy. That is an extremely heavy show. You've got some deep, uh, fundamental, uh, like Andrew was saying, mind destruction things going on in Psychopaths. So um, I would I would go more of something like uh, Ghost in a Shell or... Uh, because that one, although it does have those elements in there, it it's not as heavy. And it, I mean, plus it's got a dub, so I mean, you got you got that going for it. I think does Psychopaths have dub now? I think so. Yeah, I think they were they were to- toying with the idea of doing that. Time of Eve is a good good idea, um, and then you can start digging into some of your more not as popular ones, like the Armitage, the um, um, the uh, Battle Angel would be cool. Battle Angel would be good. That's more action though. So yeah, and they're they they still they still toy area, with them. Area, there you go. Yeah, they they still <laughs> toy with the the uh, the more mind mind things so that you can kind of slowly build her into, and then they start at the same time they're starting to introduce uh, Japanese tropes at the same time. So you're 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 getting a little bit of that. Kira too. But yeah, that's that's mainly for sci-fi. But our usual answer is always like the Ghibli's, the Memoirs, also does. Those are always uh, oh, Girl Who Thought Through Time. That's a pretty cool little sci-fi-ish one. That's got a, it's more subtle and not violent, so that's a good one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, Summer Wars. Summer Wars more sci-fi-ish. Yes. Um, there's a lot of really good movies out there. Just gotta kind of dig through the Mardok Scramble. Mardok Scramble would be a little bit deep too. That's yeah later um, when you're they're okay with watching a lot of violence and stuff because that that opens up pretty violent. So. Yeah, once and you it gets once very, you start, it gets very gritty. Yeah, once you start getting into a certain level, I mean, I would venture a guess that Armitage is probably a little bit dark, so you may want to hold that one a little bit longer. But but if they but if she can accept uh, Armitage, you're pretty much in the door with that. Uh, that's that's when you got 
your pretty dark stuff, then you can go start going into like Mardok. Because I would put Mardok and 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 Armitage roughly around the same. Uh, Mardok would be just a little bit heavier. Why is my mind blinking on sci-fi so bad right now? I can't think of anything. Gunslinger sci-fi. girls. Gunslinger girls would be excellent sci-fi, and it's very low level, but it is a lot more heavier on really the Japanese tropes. Huh? I wouldn't really put that in sci-fi though. I mean, I think about that sci-fi, <sighs> like *Into the East* or something as sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it is, it, and, but see, it's more sci-fi th- mind things. It's not so much actually. I don't. I don't know. If because it's it's, it's 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 programming, you're programming the girls. So it's technically, chemicals. it's chemical. Yeah, it's more like uh, it's biotech. You know, it's uh, it's uh, brainwashing. It's brainwashing and bio. Yeah, I guess. So so yeah. I mean, either way, it's still it's still sci-fi in a way. I I understand what you're saying. It's it's not actually cyborgs and stuff like that. But that would that, introduce that would introduce her to the more moe cute elements. Yeah, that's what I was anime, saying. So, it's, yeah, it's, it's, kind of nice it, it's a nice little transition. Can't um, go wrong with Cowboy Bebop if you want to throw in some space there, too. So, Those some Cowboy Bebop. Everybody likes some Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's enjoyable. I haven't watched it yet, but then there's uh, Michigan and Hotchins right there with, with Cowboy Bebop. A lot of options. Yeah, if you can throw us what kind of uh, genre that she's in, that would be We'd probably give you a better. We're, we might be totally running off on sci-fi, and you're like, "Oh, no, she doesn't actually like sci-fi." <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that you got a somebody who's interested in sci-fi. So, I mean, that's why we're kind of gearing it more. Girls are usually generally some are into sci-fi, but not, well, girls have just as many flavors as we do. So, I'm, I'm not even going to put it that way. I was going to say most girls like slice of life and romance stuff. So. <laughs> I'm just way to just let me, let me go ahead car. and pinhole them all in there. <laughs> Labeling uh, also says keep up the good. Like I said, yeah, send us, uh, give us some, let us know what kind of uh, genre she's into, and we can probably, probably give you some better list. Uh, keep up the good work, and with all of the with all of that, you both do, and hopefully, uh, after I get my life back together, I'll be able to join you all in the wondrous world of anime enjoyment. Send me a postcard. I got a lot of postcards from. Uh, like Anaplex and stuff that just random cute characters. <laughs> I, I was trying to send my grandma, but I'm not sure if that would work out. Uh, let's see. But yeah, welcome back, homebound. That's awesome. Jack TWD fourth says, "Hello, gentlemen. In the current state of social media, where where outages, uh, where out outrage is frequently triggered, uh, to your knowledge, has any anime caused that kind of fever?" Uh, other than the usual prejudice that being an anime fan brings, I've never I've never seen campaigns for apologies, uh, firing, and boycotts. I, if you're looking more on the idea of like companies dealing with social media, like having like the Funimation thing with uh, with Prison School and people wanting that guy to get fired over that or stuff like that, uh, yeah, that's just something that is in the now. Uh, if pe- Social media has given customers the ability to feel like their voice is heard because the companies want people to feel like their voices are heard. And so what that comes with that is an element of everybody feels like if they make a big, huge uproar on social media, the companies will have to answer. And so companies are at the mercy of these these 
tweet movements, basically, which is kind of sucky. But uh, so, yeah, that's something that's going to keep growing and growing until I know eventually companies just don't listen anymore. And that's a sad thing, because if companies don't listen, then they don't fix things that they might broke themselves. So uh, outside of that, um, I think the idea of prejudice against anime, I think, is the other question that's kind of in there. Um, am I dancing around this incorrectly or <laughs> no, I, I, I totally was heading in another direction. So, and, and I think what you're saying is actually making sense to why he's asking what I, I was going way off the, the deep end on what I thought it was. So, yeah, I mean, that, that's really the only big thing that I can see in the element of boycotting and firings and stuff like that is just the element of whenever somebody does something wrong, people feel like they can force a company to uh, make a decision based off that. So, um, I, There was another one here recently, and I just do not remember what it was. I mean, yeah, I think there was even a, a movement to against uh, Escaflone with Funimation in that whole regard. No, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, if For people to get together and say that they hate something like the Escaflone movement with uh, with Funimation, that's, that's beyond our... Like, our rants on the podcast is really just us speaking our opinion. That's not, not us saying, and we, we even point on, on that. If you're excited about this, that's great. Go, go buy into this. This is, the, no, yeah, and, and, we're pointing out the exclusives. If you can get this right now, this is the exclusive. We're pointing those things out because we still want people to have that option. We don't want to tell people that they don't buy from them. Make this campaign fail. Go yeah, on to Twitter and attack them. From, we're not saying that because it, that's something that people do. And it's something that's just not right. And exactly, I, I mean, even when, I, I, even even when 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 people were were asking us questions, it was like, no, I mean, when it comes down to it, we just found it distasteful. We're not saying it's wrong because technically, nothing that they're doing is wrong. It's just distasteful. There's a huge difference between what is right and what is distasteful. Distasteful is just it's 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 soured. I mean. You take a pill and it's going to have a bitter taste. It's not, it's technically good for you. It's just, it has a bad taste. <laughs> it's so funny that I, over the last couple of weeks, I've been hearing a lot of different uh, podcasts talk about the issue with the Funimation thing. And it's like, it's so funny that this same comment comes up from like you and them and everybody is when the, when the feedback comes back from their feedback of the issue. And it's always like, whoa, look. We're not saying what they're doing is wrong. What we're saying is is that it's just it's the fact that they're not really doing something wrong. It's just that it's the fact. What, what am I trying to say? You you said it better on the, on the thread. It was like uh, the reason it's distasteful is because it's not truly wrong. I, I kept hearing people kind of echo that same kind of notion of it's it's not really wrong. So <laughs> what can you really say? I mean, all you can really do is say your opinion. So. Mm-hmm. To not drag that up again, um, I think that's pretty much the the, the question there. Um, outside of that, it's really just the the typical. I, I know here recently we had an issue with a, a particular person of a particular party saying something negative against one of the candidates' followers and how they're people that uh, pleasure themselves to anime characters because they have anime avatars. That's still a thing that... It's so weird that here recently I've seen a growing number of people that are just kind of ostracized or just attacked because they have an avatar as their their Twitter avatar or anime figure anime character as their Twitter avatar, and it's like, uh, 
it's a petty thing. I, I remember a joke picture somebody put up there. It was like this guy saying, I almost lost this debate, but I noticed that you have a, a char- an anime character as your avatar, so I'll just use that and win or something like that. It's just kind of silly. But I, I just seeing anime pop up in politics just really irked me that it's just this petty thing that is it why are we still bringing this stuff up as it being some kind of we're i i'm beating the dead horse of something we talked a long time ago that we're a society of accepting people for what they are and not judging people and this it has been this huge movement in the last so and so years of trying to accept people and not attack people and and yet we're still here with anime like anime is still this thing i Recently dealt with it in at my work here recently when I was talking about taxes with somebody and having to deal with the the Patreon taxes, and somebody brought up, well, what do you what do you do? And I said I, I brought up anime. Oh, that's that's something that my son my son used to watch Pokemon, and I'm like, okay, so now he's bringing up the kid aspect of anime, and then now I'm a kid because I watch anime, and I'm like, no, I I like there's a, you know there's a lot more they they cover a huge broad audience of people. There's there's adult shows and there's uh, more violent shows and more mind-bending kind of shows. And he's like, oh, yeah, they also do... They do that They do that, uh, that porn, too, huh? And I'm like, yeah, so does every other <laughs> medium in the world has porn in it. What do you, what's your point? <laughs> I mean, it's like, why Why am I having this conversation again? Why is... Got erotic novels. You've got... Uh, uh, there's you've got... Looney Tune porn. <laughs> there's, there's Family Guy porn. There's adult live porn. There's... There's pedophilia porn and yet you're judging me because i watch anime because there is a porn aspect to it (laughs) get real i mean there's there's porn of everything in the world why is this the one you want to point out statue porn i've seen i've seen plug porns plug porns oh the plug yeah that was the phone phone. remember that the phone picture i showed you i don't remember the phone (laughs) No, I, I do remember it was the just plus. A com- it was a comic of a character saying, "Oh, we just met, and you're you're gonna do that." And it was the guy just got a new phone, and he was plugging it in. I think I remember that now. It was just a naughty comment, <laughs> randomly on Twitter. Uh, anyways, uh, I hope that answers the question. It's it was it was kind of a one of those ones that's kind of hard to truly judge where you were wanting us to go with that. But if we didn't answer it, you can you can resubmit, and we will readdress it. Just readjust the, your wording so that it makes a little bit more sense, and we'll try it again. No, just readjust your your wording so that it makes sense to idiots like us that can't understand. Yeah, we're we're kind of stupid. <laughs> we're so. kind of stupid. <laughs> uh, we have some uh, comments posted in our our main site through the comment uh, contact us us button. Uh, we have something from chapter nine. It says, why is it that all? Why is it that most anime girls become completely intoxicated after one sip of alcohol? Not having a tolerance doesn't really explain why one sip is too much for them to handle. Okay. The reason why is because. Young young anime girls, they're moe, and they have, an they're 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 very high in innocence level. It's 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 one of their stats. It's really high, and with that high level of stat, I mean, one of their lo- other stats that is kind of lower is tolerance, and so therefore, once they drink a little itty bitty sip, it, it like automatically hits their brain because it the the innocence level is just automatically breaks them you know they're not even drinking alcohol i i, I can't even think too. of the last time i've ever seen an anime character actually drink alcohol since like like misato, misato or something i mean they all drink well, soda was, and get some drunk characters, there were some characters in uh, uh active raid that were drinking i'm like wow there's actually alcohol in this show 
And of course, like Sherbacca and stuff, but Erased. Uh, most, Mama, most I think all shows, all characters are really like drinking non-alcohol, quote unquote, drinks. They, they even point out that they're non-alcohol and they're still getting drunk by it. It's just a weird trope and none of it makes any sense. Uh, I, I like get drunk. I liked my I liked my answer better. Maybe I don't know. Well, the, you, in your diagram, they have so much moe that the even the idea of drinking oh, yeah. something <laughs> makes them drunk. The idea they can even know that it's not alcoholic, and they will still get drunk off it because it's in their head. It's been planted in their head, <laughs> and it triggers. It's a trigger that just kind of takes over the mind, and then they. They're they're flopped over and they're talking about how they love somebody and and they can barely stand up and then they pass out and then they don't remember it, no, not a single thing. Um, but yeah. Weird question. Wolf fears says uh, or wolf ears. Sorry, well, I don't know if it's wolf wolf fears or wolf fears. I think it's wolf, wolf ears. ears. Yeah, wolf fears. Says hello, chaps. Like oh, Kami, Mimi. Hello, chaps. I have been really enjoying your podcasts and videos and the forums. Thank you. We're glad you enjoyed it. A question I have for a future question and a podcast is to explain character namings, as in San and Senpai, for instance. Uh, I get that using the first name and when a character becomes good friends instead of fa- uh, uh, family names, uh, but the rest of it is always confused me and, and uh, only me, probably. We will be Thanks doing a... and keep up the excellent work. Good to have anime positively for change. Thank you for listening. Awesome. We do plan on doing a anime 101 on this I don't know why discussion. we haven't done it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those ones that's like, it's always been one of those, I throw it in a list and then it just never gets put together in an outline. So yeah, we're already, I've already started the outline for it. And it's something that's really interesting to get into. I know we've kind of touched on certain aspects of it. Um, a lot of it really is in the dub versus sub. Uh, so if you want a little bit of teaser you can go to the uh, subs versus dub podcast um, because that's really where we kind of get into why like you pointed out the aspect of talking to somebody based on their family name or their surname is really an important thing that gets lost in the dub is because there's there's that element of transitioning and there's there's included those well they essentially what they're called is uh um my brain just broke and i forgot the name of them do what then what they're called? Who? The Sons and Senpais. Oh, honorifics. Honorifics. Yes. Thank you. My brain stopped for a second. Um, and there's just there's even more aspects behind that. I'm not sure if we will get into with that podcast because it, it uh, the, the way that they speak to certain people there's there's prefix and suffixes that they can throw in there that that completely changes the way they talk and it's something that's kind of getting lost. But we'll. We'll get the easiest, the easiest ones, just to get you through the vast majority. Senpai is a senior classman. Uh, Kohai is younger classman. Um, sensei is teacher. Um, son is usually, for the most part, just re- refer to it as kind of like Mister and Mrs. Um, it and that does go between. Really be applied yeah, to a lot of it's it's even, even it's, objects. It is the we're going it. We're into it is it's generally the catch all. Uh, if if you don't know what to say, say San. Uh, Kun is young boy, and Chun is kind of young girl. It, it, I'm gonna say that in soft Creek. We'll get into more detail on that when when we do our thing. But those will get you through. 99% of all anime. 
and then there's uh, Donos and. Well, that's 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 the the that's the deep stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, Chris is like, did you get in the? Yeah, later on, it kind of gets in the deeper <laughs> stuff. Like, I mean, there's there's even like, yeah, like old times. There's there's royalties have like multiple layers. It is crazy, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely something we're gonna look in the future. I just want to acknowledge that you we we've seen your comment and it's in the it's in the works. Just uh, a future podcast idea. We'll definitely. And I gave and, and I gave you the the groundwork for like I said ninety nine percent of all anime. If anything yeah. outside of that, send us a note. We'll we'll add it to our thing and we'll make sure that we cover it in the podcast. Yep. Uh, that's all the questions I have. Let's let's jump on the forums. I want to go ahead and acknowledge a couple of things we got going on um, in our uh, anime discussion forums on the TakuSpread.com uh, website forums. We have we just kicked off the spring 2016 lineup and community watch list. Uh, so if there's anything you're excited about, you want to join with us as we look up PVs and look up story information on different shows that we're excited about, you can jump into that thread and start commenting. Uh, they're starting the polling, or they're actually doing the nominations for what they're going to pull for for the next watch along series. So if you want to like a book club for anime, go, jump into that. It's the watch along topics run by Neko. Thank you so much, Neko, for for running that for us. Uh, we also have our 2016 seasonal picks already kicked off, so if you want to keep track of which shows you enjoy the most each season and put them up on the forums on the 2016 seasonal picks thread, which uh, Logan has started for us, you can go in there and kind of pick out your choices and get them locked down so that you know in December when we're talking about you got to get your choices in for the 2016 best anime, you'll have them in there and you won't have to remember what was that one show that I, I know that I liked more shows than that? You can keep track of them there. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's what's going on in the forums. So definitely join in there and discuss. And definitely, like I said, the seasonal discussions are still probably one of our heaviest forums. So if you're enjoying a show this season, you want to join in with people, that's that's where you go for that. So, yeah, that's what we've got going on. Uh, we're going to, like I said earlier, we're going to jump into some uh, spoiler discuss- discussions. So, uh, definitely join us as we take a quick break, and when we come back, we will we'll jump into spoiler discussions, and we'll, we'll give you warnings for what show we want to talk about, though. So, but if you're not going to join us for these spoiler discussions, or if you jump out at some point during our discussions, uh, you can again you can find us at talkaspear.com. We thank you guys for listening, and uh, we hope that you guys enjoy this podcast. And y'all take care. Os.
back, and we're going to jump into some spoiler discussion, because why not? Sounds like it's Chris is like, tag it on the end there. Why not? Uh, what do you want to jump into first? Are you, you just want to jump right into Erased, or? Might as well. Yeah, I, I mean, we can, a we can do a, uh, a, a, a spoiler discussion on Takashi Kashi. Really all that's there is Saya's best girl, I mean. Yeah. It's about the only reason. The saving grace for that show for me. I'm loving all the Saya moments, so. Saya she. Well, at any rate, you've all been warned. Okay, if you are going past this point, be aware, we're going to be talking deep, I mean, way towards the end of the shows. Yeah, we're on episode 10 of, of Boku Dake oh, yeah. Ga Inai Machi, or Erased, or the the town where all I am missing, which is starting to make more sense, Yeah, as, as I'm theorizing. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they, just, they just finally revealed the big baddie. Yeah. Well, in, in Andrew's theory, not really the big baddie, because... It, I I'm I've been for a while stuck on the idea that it's not just one yeah, in this. Me I mean, it's obvious that this is a series of events that is involving multiple people and sadly Sotaro just believes that it is involving just one murderer. This one guy that I ran into in the future that killed my mom is going to be this one person. But obviously you've already seen that uh that uh the mother of of Kayo killed her or the assumption is there. I mean, it could be that they found her dead, just maybe just thought that they killed her and that they're hiding it, but that's that's the obvious kind of choice there. I mean, they've already pointed out that, you know, the whole hiding it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess my, my, my first fear is really the idea of how exactly does this world work? I mean, we've... I, I, it was funny because they had the the whole, okay, mother's dead... Back in the history, these these uh, these girls and this one boy all were abducted and killed. He goes back in time and tries to save Kayo, fails, goes back to the future, and it seems like he's right back in the same exact world that he was the first time. And that has me believing that unless they're being very weak with how they handle the butterfly theory you technically are establishing that anything he does in the past in his jump backs his his uh his his, his what do they call it again i forget the name of it i don't know his little his little jump backs are is not affecting the current time and so now my thought process is in this current one where he's 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 getting all these girls and taking and making sure that none of them get uh you know, none of them are isolated. I love that he finally kind of established something that I've been thinking about for a long time, which is this idea of technically he's he's causing more other ones to be isolated, and the murderer is going to change his target. The target isn't specifically Kayo and the 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 boy, the the friend that they have, and Aya. It is specifically ones that are isolated. And so when the bully girl gets isolated, I like that he acknowledged that and said, we can't let her be isolated either. We have to get these people and make sure they're together and not alone. But anyways, you, you have this whole timeline where he's he's fixing all this stuff. And I'm thinking, I can totally see this jumping forward again and then it coming to the realization that Kaio's dead still. And all these people are still dead and nothing he's doing in the past is changing anything, but it is all the only thing he's going to get out of this whole entire experience is that he knows who the killer is possibly. And he needs to stop that person. Mother's still dead. 
everybody in the past is still dead. And that's going to really suck for me, though, because after all this time spent with especially Kayo, I need I, I want them to write the story that they need to write. But I need that. I need that. uh Give me that one thing. Like, I need this little glimpse of hope that this happened. Right. That, that man, I'm totally lost for words this today. I don't know what's wrong with me. My my main thing is 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 I I at I mean I think that at the beginning of that at the this most recent episode I, I I I had Andrew stop it for a minute and I said you know here's my theory because I wanted to get it out there before any reveals, if there was any reveals in this episode, which we got a huge reveal. Um, my biggest theory is that possibly there's two. Uh, two killers. One one being the one in the past, and then one being the one in the future. And my, my biggest problem with the teacher as the future killer is why he didn't recognize the, the, the teacher. At, at no point did he recognize the teacher at all. Um... Which, if if you remember, he was uh, in the future timeline. He was being escorted to the 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 police the police car, and he looks over at the guy, and he knows it's the killer. But he didn't. When he went back in the past, he didn't go randomly say, "Hey, that was the teacher." Yeah. Um. Now it is my I. I well, my thing was that he he would be too old. Right. He doesn't look that old. Exactly. Now, my 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 biggest theory as the second possible culprit is probably Kenya. And right. the it's not that he's showing any inclinations towards being a murderer. It's kind of a a the fact that he he's kind of dis, distat, detached from what's going on around him. He is interested in what's going on, but he's not actually actively engaging anything he's very aware of things that are going on around him yet he's not uh showing what is the best way i don't think he the only thing that because i have the same theory it was it was an element of they kept showing uh sensei and and kenya constantly talking in the dark and it's like you never they never really came out and said Oh, that was misunderstanding. No, the the show is specifically showing us the viewer these two together talking in a dark room. It's like that's true. You're you're really pegging these two, and it, they've been doing it for a long time. So it's like this entire time, it's always been a struggle of are they trying to mislead it, lead us, or are is this something that's going to be significant? And in that I, element, I don't think it's that, that Kenya has murderous intent as a child. I think it's that he's got a connection with with Sensei, and eventually he's going to find out who Sensei is, and then kind of live his legacy on exactly and it's 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 one of those things that it's it's kind of frustrating because in a way i feel like um this show has kind of uh what's the best projected the 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 killer a little bit too heavily yeah i I, mean it that was that was like like i said earlier it they it's almost like they were showing it too much that it made you wonder is this really the killer or are they just trying to mislead us? Right. And the teacher has been constantly showing signs and it's like, are, is this, is it this obvious? I'm, what are we doing here? Yeah. Can't Really? It can't. I mean, we, we were, we were pretty much debating the idea of this teacher from what? Episode three. Yeah. 
it seems like we've been we've been on on the teacher most of the entire show and it was like it was almost conveniently misleading us with the with the family of uh of uh hinazuki i mean it it almost felt like they were constantly going okay you got the teacher but this is the real killer and it was like they constantly pointing at the family and it was like yeah, the fa- I, I I agree with Andrew on this whole the the idea of there's a lot of different coincidences that are going on around these the these serial kidnappings. I I, I do very much think that he that uh, Yashiro or the, the the teacher is is very much a a killer of convenience. It kind of like yeah the, the, this 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 murder is right here in front of me. That, that's why I think he 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 targets uh, singled out girls a lot. Um, and, and like, like you were mentioning the idea of the, the, the little boy is not actually, it was just to kind of throw them off so that they, they kept looking for, uh, a, somebody didn't know that that was a boy. Right. And, and that, that all these conveniences just work for him in, in, in that way. And I, I, in a way, I think it's, it's, it's so blatantly obvious and at the same time i think it's good writing in a way it's just no I, frustrating what i, what I like is I, I i give them enough credit that i know this isn't going to be it like it it's one of those things where of course a while back i was like especially when we got into kayo it was like i don't care who the killer is really at this point it's like i don't care who you choose as the killer because the killer isn't really what is making the show for me. This show is made for me by Satoru, his struggle, what he's going through in order to save these people, getting into Kayo and what she's gone through and and Sachiko, Satoru's mom and how amazing she has been. Just seeing them form this alliance of trying to help these kids and prevent a tragedy from happening. And then it's like, okay, and then the sensei comes in and it's like, oh, he's the one. It's like, that's fine, whatever. I don't think that's going to be it. I think what... It, I give this show enough credit that I think they're going to do something even more after this. I mean, we have, like, two more episodes. I think they're going to really pull something really cool off. Because it's it's like, we reveal who it is, but it's a little bit too early. So, just be expecting that here coming soon, they're going to go into something completely different. I think it's going to be pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, there's always a chance that... Because, I mean, we, we got left off with him going in the water. And it's like, just weasel out of the belt. You don't have to open a belt buckle. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I can totally see it from starting next episode, leap back forward, and like I said, my main theory is it's going to be a leap forward, and he's going to realize nothing changed, and that he just knows who the killer is, and he has to stop the killer, and accept that what has happened has happened. Uh, the cool thing would be, yeah, him wiggling out of there and then putting a stop to him or something like that, but... I think it's been cool how they've been portraying the idea that he is still a kid. He is not strong. Like, he just got taken out by a belt buckle <laughs> because he's just a kid. <laughs> um, and it's not like he could just turn and slug this, the uh, sensei because he's not... He is still a young child at this point, and he has to use the equipment that he has. And that's been something that's been cool in the entire show is this element of he's going back in time. He knows that something bad is going to happen, but he still has to except the fact that he has to go at it as a child. He right. can't just storm into the police office and tell them there's a killer because they're going to think he's some little bratty kid, 10-year-old kid, and he needs to go back to his mom. And so there's always those limits there that he always has, and having to work around those limits is kind of the interesting that thing that's been happening with the story. Maybe Yuki will save him. <laughs> Yuki needs to step up. Come on, Yuki. 
Sato's doing all this stuff for you. Yuki, you have to do something here. Um, I mean, there's always a chance that Yuki can can be Sensei's protege and still be the killer. That'd be a cool little twist. No, Yuki Yuki was in prison. No, I'm yeah. I guess technically in the the first time. But I'm I, saying I, I, I I'm think saying that... if he changes things, there can always be the flip of now Yuki does it because I mean Kenya's working with Satoru all this whole time. He might he might he might turn. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, well, Yuki is one of those things that's kind of frustrating. It's it, he got he's kind of a a consequence of the same issue that I was talking about earlier. It's one of those characters of convenience where they 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 would take him and they would go. Oh, but really, it's him. And then they start talking about how he had pedophilia tendencies and and showing him get kind of weird when when uh, Hinazuki was mentioned and all that stuff. And it's like that's frustrating that you 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 put your characters in here and then you kind of paint them in certain ways, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah, that's the, that's the misleading aspect. So. Unfortunate, but I mean, it's something that's always common in these kind of this kind of storytelling. But I don't think it's I don't think they're doing it too much that it's breaking anything. So that's fine. Um, but I, I definitely want to mention because I don't know if it would be able to get into it with the the regular review is uh, the the controversy behind the uh, Hinazuki and Sachiko bath scene. It was like I I love that entire episode because it was this whole moment of bringing Kayo Hinazuki from her uh, her battering home and an unloving mother bringing her into Satoru's home and Sachiko becoming like this temporary mother for her and her experiencing things in a normal household. I, I thought she's, it was... She's having food on a dinner table and eating together with a family. They're, they Sachiko takes her and they go and they, they have a bath together and they have this bonding moment and then coming out of there and going and, and sleeping, and they're all sleeping together, and she's having this warm moment of being with a family and sleep. Then, of course, waking up the next morning and having a breakfast on the table, not, you know, a piece of bread or something. That was easily my favorite show or favorite scene of this show. Yeah. Easily. I'm just having her breakdown. I mean, yeah. It was a very – the entire episode was powerful. And then have this after effect of people viewing that bath scene as being – inappropriate and it's like I, I i don't see it i that that is another one of those things of many other ones that i've seen here recently there's i don't see that as sexual this show has never once shown to me that this they're going for being sexual Idy is cute and every now and then they point out the fact that she's cute but other than that the entire show has never shown me that the writer is a pedophile they have never shown me that the artists are a pedophile this entire studio is full of pedophiles. No, this 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 story has shown me. Here's Kayo. She's gained a mother and essentially a brother or whatever you want to call him. And they are in this household together, and they are they're showing her what a family really is. That's what I got from that entire thing. I seen a skinmanship, as I think Tori pointed out on the forums, of a mother and a daughter, and. It's a thing in Japan. They love their baths, and they 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 see that as a way of getting together and exposing all. I guess you could say, but it's it's a there were they were alone. They were away from Satoru. This is the best way to get them alone. They were alone. They were bearing all, and they were having a mother daughter moment. I didn't see that as being sexual in any way. They weren't posing her in a sexual way. The camera wasn't being sexual. The cameraman was not jumping all over the scene trying to get a shot of something inappropriate. It was a beautiful scene, in my opinion. So, and and I mean, it, it, it goes to goes to say, I mean, I 
I I pointed out that Sachiko is absolutely mother of the year year in in the first season of the year. I I seriously doubt there's going to be another mom in this year that's going to come anywhere close to what Sachiko's levels. And this scene was absolutely one of those that just kind of keyed it in. I mean, she was already pretty epic uh, when it came to Sotaro and how how she dealt with him, but Kaya, the way he she handled uh, Hinazuki in 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 just that entire episode was just phenomenal. I mean, that is quality writing. That is why, I mean, this show has such great writing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess I think about all the points I want to have. I mean, are there any theories you want to throw out there on it? I I pretty much threw out my my Kenya being. A secondary. That's pretty much all I had. Was. Well, what what do you think on the theory of what I was talking about with how they're going to handle the butterfly effect? Do you think they're using yeah, butterfly effects? I, do you think they're just being lazy on the butterfly effects? Or I I, mean, I we joked I, about my, the idea of butterfly my, effects not really being a logical thing in time because time doesn't exist. But <laughs> right, and my biggest my biggest beef is, and, and I had mentioned it to Andrew, and it was it's kind of like I if if I don't know that they'll throw him back in the future and not have anything change this time. If they do, um, I, I think I'd be a little bit more frustrated with it, even more frustrated than I would if they had, if, if they just go and make some kind of a weird thing. Like I was talking about that one day is I think that I'll be quite a bit turned off if he goes into the future and they don't resolve the issue because Really, in all actuality, how they sh- are showing it right now is Kayo has been sent away. So, therefore, she's technically not a part of his life in the future. Well, by default, he has saved her life. So, it'd be kind of a cheap way out for him to never actually contact her. Um, they, they're, they're very significant parts of each other's lives, especially since technically he saved her life. Um, if she never contacted him, I would be very, very bothered by that. And so I want them to have some kind of contact in the future. Like, and the, the joke was for the longest time, we kind of was seeing future Hinazuki waifu of the year, but the way that they played it out, it's probably not going to happen because they're separated. Yeah, I mean, the word I was looking for earlier is payoff. I need that payoff. I need to see Kaio in the future because it you've you've given me so much time to bond with Kaio that I need to see that something comes out of this entire long experience of trying to keep her alive and safe. Right. And like I said, if nothing changed the first time you went back to the future, I don't think that it affects it unless suddenly now you successfully did what you're supposed to do. I guess I guess it's a good point. I, the only thing that saves me, my point being, I don't like the fact that when he went to the future, the the, the fir- back to the future, the first time, nothing had changed, and something has to change. He did an effort to save Kayo. He was set on that. People around him would react to that. Something is going to change in his future. Right, Job, I agree. What he does, something will have to change. It's not going to be exactly the same. The only thing that saves that idea that. He can still go to the future and nothing changes is the aspect of technically before when he would do a – I wish I knew the name of the stupid ability because it's driving me crazy. Whenever it happened before, 
he would have that flashback and he would look to see what changed, but he didn't technically, it didn't technically change the future. So technically what it could be is that if he goes back and doesn't fix what he was supposed to fix, nothing changes. He goes back, tries to change what he was trying to change and nothing fixes, he goes back to the normal time. It only resumes that timeline if he successfully fixes what he's going back for. Yeah. And, That's and that, a good and thing. And I that can was, see that. That would make sense to me. And that, and that was my thing. is What I was saying that night was I, I want them to be very careful because if they send him back to the future, my first reaction was, okay, he's he's changed a huge portion of his life. Um, by by saving Hinazuki, he's going to have memory flaws. All I wanted was, okay, don't show him randomly having all these memories that he didn't have in the first place because he didn't live that life. He has a very different life if they send him back to the future like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's all I was saying. It wasn't that um, drastic changes. Like I said, the the fact that they sent Hinazuki away makes sense because that's another thing that they would have to adjust for. Which, yeah, it's fine if she randomly shows up as his wife. I would have a little bit of. I wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. Um, I would have a problem if he randomly has memories of his entire his his. Uh, his honeymoon and and all that stuff and their their life in in college because she randomly came back to go to college with him. I would have problems with that more than I would have problems with her just randomly showing up. Yeah. Um revivals is a stupid thing. I'm finally <laughs> driving me crazy. Um I could see it being done well in two different ways. One would be is if they do the if he fixes it, he goes back in time and then he he lives his life up to that point normally. Like he is now stuck back in that age and I lives would be okay. Life. I would be okay with that. Or the other idea is that they have that whole moment where you kind of have he's leaping forward, he was successful in changing what needed to be changed, and then you have this you you just seize the memories flowing through him. I a theory. One more leap to the forward to realize that there there is a second killer. Go back one last time to stop the second killer before they get born and then turn around and uh, lives the rest of his life as as kid version. And that theory would work perfectly with the idea of Kenya. If he goes forward, realizes it's Kenya, gets shot back again, it would be at that point that he goes, okay, well, now I need to... I It doesn't take him all the way back to the beginning... Where he has to go through, you know, Kayo and everybody again. But rather, right after whatever pinnacle point we see right now where he's realizing it. And then he has to fix Kenya. Right. And that leads him to going on into the current time. Just mm-hmm. trying to keep everybody in order. I think that that, uh, if if nothing else, that would be the perfect ending for me. Not what you, whatever you want to write, Mister Erased Writer. Exactly. <laughs> you give us what we want, and then we'll say that it was it was so predictable. <laughs> we predicted all this stuff. Yeah. That 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 in my opinion, that I would be satisfied with that ending. I wouldn't be mad about any butterfly effect weird crap. I wouldn't have to worry about the fact that Hinazuki is not randomly stuck in his life or appearing out of nowhere in his life. Whether or not he has memories of her, I would be 
perfectly fine with that as an indie. Yeah. I agree with that. I guess we can move on to Showa, Genroku, Rakugo, Shinju. You think so? Are you ready for that? You think that's spoilerish? Nah. I just really want to talk about some cool moments of the show, which I don't think we'll talk about in the review. Well, we will do top moments. That's true. I guess we can leave with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably. And I haven't really gotten to the big spoiler moment of that show, <laughs> which I don't think <laughs> there's really much theory behind it. Oh, fine then. Get Grimgar of Fantasy and Ash or High Token, so no Grimgar. Yes. You want to talk about that one? Yeah, a little. Okay. So if you have not watched Haito uh, Ginso no Grimgar, Grimgar, Fantasy, and Ash up to, what, we on 10, I think? Well, let me double check so that people know where we're at. Um, which is sad because we're going to be talking about this and then there's going to be a new episode tomorrow. <laughs> to when we're recording here, so. Nine. We're on nine. Still got three more episodes left. Yes. So it's always welcome, though. So what do you want to talk about with Grimgar, a fantasy, and Ash, Chris? Oh, we, it's, well, I, I don't know. I, I guess technically I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I, I know this is, I kind of want to talk about the, the, what, what I am thinking about putting together as far as that podcast and it, the, the more, when, when I went through, because what we kind of want to talk about is the kind of idea of Grimgar being a deconstruction of um, the trapped in an MMO, right? Trapped in a fantasy, right? And and the the one of the cool things that happened when I was doing the doing that kind of put that together is I went through and I like I said before I rewatched the first four or five episodes and. One of the cool things that that came out of that, I mean, other than uh, like Andrew had made the joke um, of the 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 four minute uh, girls are get a, a frog thing and a and and look at panties and and tongue and four minute uh, music video, is I I did ap- actually notice I've changed my my viewing of Ranta as much as I hate Ranta, <laughs> I have changed the way I feel about Ranta. Um, and the the main reason why, um, and I do believe that they've been shipping Ronta and, and what's her face for nearly the entire show. You may, you can't, I can't believe you called her what's her face. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm Some trying to dump she's information peaking, real she's fast. Peaking between the two documents right here on our screen. She's saying, I can't believe you would do that. I know, I, I'm hor- horrible. She's in the rain, but she is crying. She, you, I, I need to die. A- at any rate. I did change my viewing of Ranta, and mo- the main reason why is because I think that he is one of those characters that is just so bluntly um, honest that he says things in in very very brutal ways, and this even though he's being honest, he tends to be judged based on that honesty and and that it's it's one of those really sad things about his character is he just has no filter yeah and and i i that was one of the biggest things that i came away re-watching it the second time that's the biggest thing that i came away from it with other than the fact that the amount of information in the in the uh the conversations between these characters is insane the amount of information that is being 
portrayed to the to the viewer on a constant basis. It feels like useless information on a constant basis, but when you take it on on a whole and 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 you actually start breaking down the actual information that's being given, it is very very heavy on world building. Uh, constantly giving you information about where where is this location, what's in this location, what is what is the mechanics of this location. Um, constantly information about um, the mechanics behind the world. Con- constant information about um, guilds, uh, money. They were constantly on and on about money. Which that's really the big thing of the entire show so far has been is. They are on the bottom, and they're trying to fight the way to the top, and everything costs money, of course, and it's not like anything's being handed to them. Right. It's a brutal exactly. world. It, and, 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 and I like that about it. it is, um, I mean, I, it, I, and the, the only reason I even mentioned the, the money thing, because everybody got that, that they, they're, they're constantly strapped for money, but that's my point, is that they were constantly talking about this costs this this costs this this is what i got for this this is what i got for this and and it was constantly a reference to one silver two silver it costs 30 30 copper um a a a goblin silver is worth 10 copper whereas a regular silver is worth 100 copper all that information is in here and that's and you're constantly being bombarded with all this information, and and it feels like when you're watching the show and you're not really, and I guess for lack of a better term, because you're not taking the time to, um, I'm not gonna say that it nobody got this, but um, a lot of us were 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 coming out of the show going, man, it's really slow, but I mean. Some of us were, were going, yeah, we like it, even though it is slow. Um, going back and actually taking down all this information, I'm, I'm realizing that the amount of information that's being conveyed to the me as a viewer actually increases the pace quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that, in, in all actuality, world building in this world is just phenomenal. And I... I I don't know that I can, when we do the actual review, I will be able to convey that as, as well. I it mean, sounds like you're reviewing it right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, the only thing really spoilerish that I would probably want to get in discussing, I mean, it is nice to see that they didn't really uh, rush the whole death thing. I mean, it's still a constant thing that is even to this point. I'm kind of surprised that they decided at this point to go to Mary's route, like, I, I kind of seen that that might be a possibility after they revealed everything with her. Mm-hmm. But then, okay, now we're going to the mines. Like, okay, they're really going to do that. Now we're going to, we, we, we got our, conclu- uh, our uh, closure with, uh, with the, the death of uh, Monata. Now we're going to go get our closure with the death of Mary's friends. So it's like, okay, uh, that, I, I guess that, that'll work. I, my, my, my fear was, Back when they first revealed to uh, to uh, Mary, when they first talked to her about Monato, because they didn't want to reveal that they knew what was her issue. They they didn't want to, they they knew her story, but they didn't want her to know they knew her story because they felt like it would might have made her feel like they were peeping in on her. Right. And I I, I had a thought of this idea of. If they can get some closure to Monata, which it seems like they are getting that closure, 
I hope they don't immediately jump to trying to kill the Cobalt. Because that was my immediate thought. And then, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, they really have pushed these characters to have a lot of com- combatic uh, growth. So, my, my thoughts previously on the idea of, oh, well, they're just going to go fight this Cobalt and somehow take it down, which would feel completely contrasting or contradictory to what they've established already, which is, this this is an easy world. You don't right. just go, well, let's go kill that Cobalt and, and she'll be good, right? It's like, no, that thing looked bad and it looks like nothing they've ever fought before. They fought that orc leader looking guy, but even he didn't look as menacing as that Cobalt. So it's like... Right. You have to show us that this is going to be something that is plausible because you've well, already established one, one by this thing, point that you can't just walk up and take the stuff down. One thing that I do know, note, notice about their the way that they are, their characters are, is they are, especially now with Monito, uh, with what happened with Monito, is they are extremely cautious. I mean, mm-hmm. they spent what. I think I, I I have it in in my my little outline. They had spent something like a month before Monito's passing, and then uh, and they were n- nearly they were there nearly another month, just twenty three days, and then uh, then then they went into episode four. So that was during the time they had still spent. They were there for almost a month before Monito had even well, they, passed. Well, they'd gotten known as the the Goblin Killers. Yeah, so like I mean, they and I I want to say that they were there for another month um, before they even moved on to the next part when when Mary joined, or, or when Mary joined, it was another another month. So I mean, it's 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 like they they spend vast amounts of time in they take their time with what they're doing. They don't take huge risks, so I do believe that they they'll be fine in this first first part at least. Yeah, I mean, like we already mentioned, I think it's it's going to be a twelve episode show, so it's like you have at least three episodes, two episodes to kind of establish what their target is, and then maybe the final episode really kind of going, let's take this thing down if they decide to take it down. Um, and I, I think, yeah, to your point, it, it would definitely be more plausible if they showed that same caution going into the mines and really thoroughly, you know, looking through with the situation and seeing what they can possibly tackle, not just right. leaping in, which is which has been the show's strong point up to this point is just this constant, we have to look into where the goblins are. Uh, I, I think I was even pointing out to you uh, that whole that whole time that they were explaining we're looking into their patrols. We're looking where they gather. We're looking where they're isolated at. We're trying to find a way of tackling them the best way possible. They're they're looking into, they're getting into how this town used to be a, a human habitat, but then the goblins came and, and and forced them out, and they're still at war with them, of course, constantly at war with them. And then at the same time, you're getting into here is they're outside here. They're guarding the inner area where all the females are at, and. All that kind of stuff is like, wow, this, I mean, they, they're, they're taking the time to flesh this out and they're not giving you too much that it feels like you're, you're not seeing something that you shouldn't be seeing. You're not getting narration of what's going on. You're learning. Oh, it, I mean, even when I was doing all that, I, it wasn't like I, and it's not like I'm saying that, and, and, I, and I, I, I was trying to reinforce that, but I, I hope nobody takes that what I was saying was implying that anybody is not gathering all this information. I, I I'm sure that all this information is hitting everybody it's just a one of those things that when you start actually taking the notes and actually writing it all out i was surprised at how much 
information I was taking in and I wasn't actually uh, absorbing all of it. Is that a better way of putting well, it? I mean, that's... It's I don't like, know if it's I've like, explained it on the podcast before, but that's something that I do when I'm learning stuff. And it's something that I do whenever I want to really give a strong focus on a review. Uh, I've been doing that with the Bakemonogatari series. When we're, we're, as we're reviewing them, I'm taking down notes for each episode. And it turns out to be this long sheet, just like Chris's really long sheet here of Grimgar. Is you know, I'm just taking down notes of important aspects. And it's for two reasons. One's for it so I can go in later and go compile it into an outline that we can do for a review and still not forget things that we need to hit that are important. But it also is a thing that I don't really absorb things, strongly absorb things unless I write it down. Yeah, it's like it's like the, the one silver, 50 coppers for creation and 50 coppers for the grave. I got that it costed one one silver. Uh, I didn't catch the, 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 it's like, I kind of got the cremation in the grave thing, but I well, didn't. Well, they mentioned, they point out that it was one silver was the cremation, and then later on they kind of point out 50-50 kind of thing. 50 copper for cremation in the grave. Right. Um, I... But it's cool that they point that out, because it's not like that's an easy thing. That would be like, you know, somebody that's in, you know... that's making $30,000 a year is their job, suddenly finding out that hey, you want to do this, it's going to cost you, you know, 500 grand. It's like, it's, it's something that's, I mean, it's probably not that that unobtainable. We're, we're not talking about that far ahead, but it's it's just that out of reach area. It's constantly out of reach. Con- and that's what made that whole scene so beautiful when they went back and got him the badge. And and it's like, he knew that you, he knew that Monoto would be upset at him wasting that money, but this was something that they had to do. Yeah. This was the end of Monoto's story. They're they're only they came into this world completely naked, uh, theor- not not literally, but naked in the idea that they have no past. They don't know why they're there. They have to figure out why they're there. They have to survive in that environment. They don't have a choice. And it goes to that element of they found a purpose, even if it's not a purpose that they want to do. They now have a purpose. And so their only goal was to get that badge. Right. And Monoto was with them to get that badge. It was not, his story would not end until he got that badge. Right. It was, we didn't, we couldn't get to that point. It was the final closure. Him. It was the final closure on his chapter. And, and I think that that was important. Because That's I just they, like, they, I think they, they feel like they failed him and they, they feel like they, we were all going to that goal and we couldn't get you to that goal. Here's your goal kind of thing. I got you. I I like I like the fact that he, the 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 writing has been so well done that the focus of the fact that they are and 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 I I find it interesting that you 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 bring up the fact that they came in naked and and I love that. I love that they have got the writing has been so well done that it's 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 completely deflected from the fact that they came in. You almost completely forget the fact that they came in episode one as people in 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 modern clothes and and they're dealing with this world. It, you, it's it's just one of those things. That's, and I I love that kind of writing. I love the fact that they're doing well, that. That's what that's one of the things that I kind of push the idea of doing the whole deconstruction thing is more of the element of 
they're always so focused on in in trapped in the fantasy world they're always so focused on how did i get here and they have something they want to return to right they in this show they they don't have any idea where they it's almost like they were born at that point right yes they had modern clothing on but technically at that point they were born right you could have put scraps of clothing on them and you would never know where they came from but we we as the viewer know where they came from mm-hmm. they don't so the entire show has been about them going well i don't really know why i'm here i don't know where i was I don't even know if I was ever anywhere else. Right. Let's do. Let's do this. And so it's like, it goes back to the argument of, I wish they never had modern clothing on because that becomes the issue for people. But for me, it's like, I just see that that was, boom, they're here. Easy way to throw them into the situation. And now let's see the characters progress. Exactly. And let's see what they do. And that becomes the focus of the show. Unless somebody points it out to you, you can almost forget about that. Mm-hmm. Like, every now and then it pops in my head. Oh, yeah, they were in modern clothing at some random tower at the beginning. Don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> don't care because they're not constantly going, hey, I remember that day that we first showed up at that tower. Yeah, I remember that day that we first showed up. Because a lot of shows will do that. They will constantly harp on where they came from. Even the idea of every now and then bringing up things of the previous world, they don't even do anymore. Like they were doing the cell, they did the cell phone, they did the plane. Um, I, I want to think there was another one they they brought up. I, I, they they of course brought up the idea. Of, well, I think of wherever I came from, I was a good cook because I'm liking cooking. Right, Mogzo, and then uh, and then uh, Monito said that he wasn't a person that had a lot of friends. Yeah. So I mean, it's it. I love that. Is that I mean I I'm fine with just the little slips here and there. It's like just to remind you, hey. They did come from somewhere, and it's 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 right there in the in the clouds. It's almost like it's almost like the the writer is saying that was there. This is this is really you in a way. Maybe we'll we'll approach that someday, but it's it's not in the forefront. The main focus of what's going on with these people is they've got goblins they've got to kill. In that and and I they love got that to get underwear. The, yeah, they've got to get underwear. Um, I I love that about the way the the writing is in this show. I love it. Well, I was only I thought that they were going to kind of bring it back up with Mary because I was constantly wondering is Mary like them where she came from that tower or is Mary a native of this world? They've never really touched on it again because I don't think they care. Exactly. I don't think they I don't think they even have an. They're not going to go so. Uh, did you show Were up you in born the, in here, the, or the, did you possibly um, one day wake up at a tower? We know that it, <laughs> we know that she wasn't in the twelve. That yes, I can tell you for yes, a fact. You don't see her in the first episode at all. Um, I'm still wondering where the lolly went, but uh, I'm the assuming she's went a super with, powerful guy because I don't know why that. Yeah, would be. he took he took um, the the took other. The yeah, he took the other. There's twelve of them that came in the first first group. Well, I, I just know that they point out that he was taking the strongest, and my immediate thought was, well, he can't be taking her unless she was, unless they established at some point, unless they established at some point their magic prowess. Like, if he knew she, if they somehow could point out that she's going to be very strong in magic, I, oh, bring they, her along they, as a mage. They, they did specifically say that. You know, I want to see her run around with a big gigantic axe like Persea from... <laughs> from <laughs> they did specifically say that Reiji took the strongest of the group and Monito uh, gathered up the leftovers. 
Yeah, pretty much. That's it's. I mean, they specifically said that. But it could also be the idea that he took the strongest ones. The girl maybe went with, uh, went to the town to get taken care of or something like that. I mean, there could always be some other. Ad- I mean, because even R- uh, Ranta was talking about the idea of becoming a merchant. Like, well, I, I'm just gonna go find a job. It's like, we, we think you're, you, you think you're just walking there and find a job? Like. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I guess so. Um, the 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 guildmaster said specifically he can't. Uh, they cannot give up. Do not give up. Um, which I thought that was kind of an ominous statement, and I I I'm interested in seeing where they go, where they would have possibly went with that. Somebody did bring up an interesting thought that I um I I kind of thought of, and I don't know. You probably thought about it as well. Um, Mary's group, did they ever say that they retrieved the bodies? Mm. I, I know that they were dragging away a couple of them, but the one guy stayed behind and I would doubt that they, but I don't know. I don't remember them specifically saying that. So in, I thought that was an interesting thought that the possibility that they're, that's, they may. That's a good way of introducing the, the dead at the, yeah. maybe the climax of the show. Um, the other thing, um, hey, if you're having nervous ten- tendencies about the idea of going back into the cobalt mines, well, Mary, you're going to see your dead friends. <laughs> Have fun. Because I, we, we don't know if they, uh, if she knows about the, the whole thing. I thought that they mentioned that to her. I could not have. Yeah, I don't know. Because if she had never, well, she is technically a priest, so maybe she knows by default. I mean, that I would expect that to be a thing. At some point, you're going to find out about that. They just mm-hmm. found out at the really bad time. I mean, it would you would think that it would be common knowledge in that world. Yeah, there's this big undead army, and that's where they come from, kind of thing. Like winter's coming. <laughs> <laughs> winter's coming. Um, <laughs> that technically is spoiler. I think. <laughs> it's an undead army undead army and and winter is coming you don't know the association there yeah (laughs) um no i i i love that and and i i want i can't wait to see what they what they do plan on doing and with the cobalt mine i think that that's an interesting i i think that in a lot of cases this is so character study because a fresh start and just how would you react in this world? And I love that about it. Yep. yep, yep. Um, anything else you want? I, I'm, I'm not liking the shipping. You kind of mentioned earlier, I'm not for Ranta Yume, but at the same time, I am of the mindset of I want Yume to be happy. But that last episode was like, yeah, by the way, here's Mary and he's with, uh, and she's with, uh, uh, what was the name? Huru. Brain fart here. Shihiro. Haruhiro. Oh, Haruhiro. Here's Mary. She's with Haruhiro. And here's uh, Yume climbing up the side of this mountain, and Ranta's watching her. I, it's like, I flat out. Are we just shipping right now? I flat out was shipping Yume and Haruhiro. And it was absolutely one of those things that when i went back and i was watching a lot of it i was seeing a lot of these points it was kind of like it wasn't it, part way there was the verbal sparse i mean you see those constantly but 
every once in a yeah, while, it was these the little two, things they're the that... Two, they're the two loudest of the group. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shihiro, she doesn't talk. Mogzo doesn't talk. Uh, Haruhiro is very submissive. Uh, Monato was a leader. Ranta was a loudmouth. And Yume was a free spirit. Right. So it was annoyingly natural that a free spirit and the loudmouth are going to clash all the time. Right. And it was it was one of those things, it's like... In a lot of cases, and, and that, and I guess in in part, that was kind of where I started to realize what Ranta truly was to the group, because I, I like I was saying earlier, he's brutally honest, and he's really kind of like the the deep down what you really want to say, but you don't say because you have this filter on you. You 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 kind of go that will hurt somebody's feelings, so I don't say that, but. In a way, his what he says is kind of necessary for them to kind of have that last chance, that last the the last thing that says, okay, if we go this route, this is bad. For example, at one point, um, shortly after Monato passes, um, Ranta says, you know what? I quit. I don't want to do this no more. And that's when you were like you were talking about him him talking about going and being a merchant. That entire conversation was all encompassing this. And it was it was really one of those points where he brought up the point of we don't have Monato anymore. We cannot go out there. If we go out there, we will die. And it was kind of one of those things that Haruhiro needed to hear. And yeah, Ranta was saying it and he was saying it brutal and he was being mean. He, it was, it, the way he was saying it was probably wrong, but what needed to be said is what he said. And I also noticed a couple of other things, things that he would say, he would also do a lot of things to take into consideration. Usually Yume in a lot of cases. What he would do, he would do certain things to make sure that Yume was taken care of in some situation. And it was, yeah, he, you, you, you got the, the pervy stuff, but usually it was always in regards to Yume. And I noticed this through a lot of the situations that involved Ranta and what he was doing in the earlier episodes. I don't recall those. That's what I was saying. I don't. I didn't remember them when I when the first time I watched I through it was know things. Everything, everything she does irritates the fire out of him. <laughs> no, and he was like, doing other things involving Yume, not actually doing things uh, with Yume, but he would do things for Yume in some cer- c- certain ways yeah, in regards for her. Except for him wanting to peek in on her or something. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the most. <laughs> That's obvious the only thing one. I really catch. That was the most obvious one, but there was. <sighs> It's just more bothersome to me because it's it's that typical, oh, here's the two people that clash all the time. They're perfect for each other, right? Yeah. Because we're going to make it happen because overcoming is love. And it's it, like, was a, it was no, it was an opposite attraction. Really it's, it's absolutely I, an I opposite attraction. whole thing. thing. It's just, I don't get it. I, I've, I've met people that that works out for, but I've met a lot of people that that doesn't work out for, and it usually means something else. And it's it, it absolutely is going to be one of those things where they are the drama couple, and that's all they do is they just fight and drag everybody into weird drama. But yes. they're, but like I said in the beginning with, it was like, Ranta is the character that is bringing the conflict. Because otherwise, this group would be very quiet. They would go to their quest, scream a couple times in battle, 
and then go back home, and it would be so quiet because Ranta is the. You think it's boring throw now? Wrench, <laughs> throw the wrench, throw the wrench, throw the wrench, throw the wrench over and over again, kind of thing. So, yeah. You'll all miss me when I'm gone. I'm Ranta. <laughs> uh, and plus, the Favaro voice is just amplifies it. <laughs> I, I I guess I'll have to go back and I and. I'm, unless you plan on going back to to re-go over everything to make notes for yourself, I sure. I, I absolutely it I yeah, it just was silly little things that Ronto would do, and usually they were in regards to Yume in some way, shape, or form. It wasn't like it was flat out. I mean, talking about like combat. No, no, just uh, just just. Uh, I, and and it's it's one of those things. It's like I want to just go this, and and I. I it was just little little things that, that I was like, wow, I, I didn't realize he did that that last time that I seen this. But yeah, I, I think one of the things was during a f- combat situation. Um, and another one was he was asking uh, Haruhiro something about Yume at one point, I think. And it was it just weird little things that it was like, oh, my gosh, they were shipping him from the beginning with her. Yeah, but like I said, I think most of the ones, like, even though that one, I, I knew that was the uh, cleaning the, the underwear thing, and it was like, he was asking because he wants to go peep in on her. It's like, yeah, I, I see those moments, but it's usually, where's Yume or, or Shihiro? I want to go see them, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, is there anything else? Or Because you pretty much reviewed it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't reviewed it. I, okay, you just reviewed this it. This is the greatest show you this season. Now it. I've reviewed you it. You just reviewed it. Well, we didn't talk about visuals. and so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I, sound. Awesome sound. I will say that I, that was a, a bit of a troll, the whole thing with uh, Mary getting shy. I was like, really? Are we doing that Oh troll? my gosh. That was, troll. that was such a troll. Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah, you did right not just do that. <laughs> what sucks right after that is that, again, one of those moments where I'm like, Yume and Haruhiro, I mean, the, the whole thing with the throwing the dagger and, and sliding down and saying, thank you. And she's like, you're welcome. I'm like, God, they're perfect for each other. Why are you shipping Mary so hard? I I, I, I said it before. Like, I understand Mary's side because Haruhiro was the first person to reach out for her since she was basically broken. Yeah. She's been going into groups and getting kicked out over and over again. Because nobody wanted to take take the time to understand yeah. her situation. Understand her and and open up and and allow her to, to heal. So I understand why Mary likes him. Likes Hal. She calls him Hal now. <laughs> uh, but I just don't I don't get the other way around. But it, I mean attractiveness is always one of those elements, but I don't know. I, I, I they have yet to kind of show me exactly why he would connect with her, but at the same time, you know, love happens on the battlefield, and love hurts. Wait, what's the songs? I don't I don't know the songs. There's a love hurts. I thought it was a love in the battlefield one. Yes, probably is somewhere. Somebody has got to put love in the battlefield. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a love in the battlefield. Do you have spoiler discussion about Myriad Color Phantom Worlds, or should we move on to do our other review? Myriad Cal- Color, Color Phantom World is awesome. Uh, Ruru, big is is awesome. Kitty cool. cat, kitty cat girls. I know is a lot awesome. of people didn't like the Ruru uh, episode, but I, I thought it was kind of cute. I thought it was adorable. <laughs> didn't care much. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have a very hard time picking my really top, dumb tease at the end. But my top five this year is going to be really hard. I have 
I have my four already figured out. And then on the fifth placement, I have like five shows. <laughs> so I'm like, none of these are going to push anything up there out. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very adamant about at least four shows that all deserve top spot. Yeah. It's like Grimgar, Erased, Showa, and Konosuba are pretty much unmovable at this point Konosuba. and then Konosuba have, is nothing I have gate phantom uh yeah completely I never think of gate when I when I, when yeah. this comes up it's like but see gate oh that that we can talk about gate gate spoiler right now the last episode the the princess I was angry I was so angry huh yeah you usually get angry about that kind of stuff I, I, I literally, and, and, and I, if, if I seen anything happen to Pina outside of, I, I was, I was barely able to handle what I was seeing right then. If I seen anything farther, I literally, I, I felt like I was going to stand up and walk out of the room. I was, I, my stomach was tensing up so much. I mean, did you feel that way at all? I don't get that angry about shows, so no, I don't follow that. Um, it sucks, but yeah, I watch shows to watch the shows, so I don't I, get that angry. But see, I, and, and I, I think that, that that is testament to how much they have sold Pina on me. And Pina was one of those characters that I kind of dismissed. Um, I like the, the 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 main cast, Lele. I like I Rory. Think my only I problem like... with Pina is they they play the Fajoshi thing, and that always that always irks the hell out of me. But I think she's, they haven't done too too much. I'm, so don't get me wrong. But I think the strengths of her is that she is that this is the only sane person in this entire kingdom, <laughs> and she she's gonna do something. She she's eventually gonna do something, and as soon as they kill that other jerk. She's gonna no. I don't think they're gonna make her queen. I think what's gonna happen is the other brother's gonna come back, and she's gonna make him be the king. I don't think that she's gonna be the queen, but that would be really cool. That'd be cool if she stood, she stands up as being the next queen. Yeah, and I mean it's like that kingdom is conquered, ding, success, flags of victory, and then move on to something else, kind of thing. And and and, and it, but but it 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 goes to show you I I how much even though. At at first, when I when you first met her, it was kind of like okay, she's kind of cute, fun. Uh, they did the the goofy thing with with the with uh, ringlets. I thought that was cute and fun. Um, but she was always a side character. But she had this purity about her that was important for who she was. And then for this this last episode, where they kind of they kind of uh, they dirtied her, and and at the same time, it was like. They had this this aspect of you already know how much uh, what kind of a character that the main the main uh, emperor guy is. You already know what kind of guy he is, and you got these little flunkies that have, uh, effectively are following him around, and they show this kind of weird interest in her for some stupid reason, and it's like, okay, I'm adding up plus plus plus, and and I'm already going. Don't you dare go this direction because if you go this direction, you are going to seriously demean the entire show in my eyes. And that I love Rory. I love the main the cast. Show, though that's what the writer wants to take the direction. Why would that? My my question is: when you get frustrated with that, my question really is: why, if next episode they just completely uh, harm her in many ways, would that 
Are you saying that that would make you not like the show, or would that make you not like the writing, or or what, or just anger you? It would anger me. Okay, like anger you at the writing, or anger you just in general yourself. Angry in general. Okay, because I don't, and, that, and that's, that that's my question at and all. And that because I don't, I don't understand the idea of like today when that was the whole thing was happening with her. We were praising the story, the writing, like they were willing to go that far and show this before she became what she became. No, and that's that's but what I'm Pina saying. Is a completely different story. Like you cannot no, no, touch that's her. What I'm do not saying. do that with writing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That that they have gotten me to a point where I'm actually debating on if I. I, that's what I'm saying is is the fact that I I'm sitting here actually thinking of if I see that would I be so mad at this situation I would have to stop watching it because the character has been so sold to me that I I, I mean I guess I just I'm way too att- detached from shows I don't know I don't understand that I well that that's what I'm saying a, a character I care about this character so much. That if I see that happen to her, yeah, it would bother me quite a bit. That's just like um, uh, the 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 scene in um, Virgin Virgin Witch. Um, Maria the Virgin Witch. Maria, I when I seen that scene, it, it was such it 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 impacted me so much that. It hurt to see that scene, and and to see that happen to Pina, it would hurt a whole lot to see that scene. Now, with Ture, I'm not. I didn't discount that scene. I I like. I was with you. I, I thought it was it. a it was an important scene to show the that the Zozal and his ruthlessness and what and what kind of a character he is. To see that scene happen to Pena, I'm not saying that the writing is bad. I'm saying that it would affect me. Yeah. That's that's different than I, I'm not saying the writing is bad. I'm not saying that I'm I hate the show. I'm saying that can I continue watching it after that ha- scene has happened? When I care about this character so much that a scene like that to happen to her, can I continue watching it? I gotcha. No, I was mainly going by the way you were saying it the other day when when they first put in the shackles. It was like it just sounded like you were giving off like it was a no. They they can't do this otherwise it's crap kind of thing. But no, I I, I really think it's one of those things. I, I it bothers me just as much. I mean that's just like what, I, what I've said before with with Fate Stay on the Blade Works when I seen uh, what's his face. Uh, putting his hand on uh, Ren Tosaka's leg, it was like, I felt uncomfortable. Yes. And that's what the show was intending to do. Mm-hmm. It's not that I think this writing's bad. I don't, I'm not going to cry. You can't, you can't have that in these shows. It's not allowed. This is, this is no zone. The, the, and, and then, it's and that's a thing of this, what the writer wanted to portray. And that's why the, can't you accept that? Exactly. That's the whole point of this, 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 this entire thing. It's like, if it, if they have sold me on a character so much, that it will hurt me, literally hurt me. I was, like I said, when I'm seeing uh, Pina in in shackles and she's dirty and they're throwing her in there and she's trying to get out and my insides are just clenching up, I'm mad at these people. That's great writing to me. Mm-hmm. Excellent writing to me. Yeah. Well. <sighs> 
I, I I haven't been really liking the show with the whole Lele thing and the master thing. It just feels like they're running in a circle somewhere. That I've I've loved the show the entire keeping first them busy season. while keeping them away and yeah, busy while pinning. But do something else because it it just feels like. I love the first season. I love the second season all the way up into the point that they went to the master quest thing. I'm fine. With, I love seeing her go and do this master, this master training thing. I, I want that. I want to see her leveling up basically, but at the same time, it feels like what the assassination thing. And you were pointing out at some point, they were supposed to go to some, check out some resources or something. And they come back to the, the town and there's the assassination thing. It just feels like there's this really, weekly written uh kind of chasing their tail happening while all this other stuff's going down yeah i do acknowledge that idea but there's still an element of do something significant with this time right now but i'm glad that that's kind of pretty much over now because he's in a car and he's ticked off because pina's in trouble and (laughs) he's driving down the road and i just doesn't know how to fly helicopter so he gotta drive a stinking (laughs) pickup truck again like i said i just hope somebody saves pina fast (laughs) please don't put me through any more of this i'm good she kind of pointed out the fact that that was the 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 cell that she was always in and so like my immediate thought that jumps in my head is that stupid stupid thing's gonna visit her (laughs) i thought it was a pig too what the hell is happening (laughs) pig guy's gonna sneak out there and lick her leg at some point she's gonna freak out He's just gonna come on and go, Tula Sama. And he's gonna lick her leg and she's gonna, Ah, Pina! It's Pina! Pina! No, I'm not Tula! Oh, I thought there was no hair on that leg, so that makes sense. Like, even the, even the twiddle dee, twiddle dumb little guy is, I was like, Why are we doing this? This is like so awkward and it was that but whole they gave me a fox scroll which i hope they do something with the fox scroll that's not just she's the bad guy so the, we we shackle her up and put her away i wouldn't away, doubt that I, she turns out to be the the pipe piper or whatever i kind of thought about that too like yeah, or that all but then like, but then they kind of implied that maybe the 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 girl that they brought with them is the pipe piper what the heck was no. that all about no or that she was tricked by the pipe piper when she went to chase the fox scroll well, down i don't think they specifically I don't think they specifically pointed out that she's a Pied Piper, but at the same time... Oh, yeah, they, they, they she, could have she had to, to, to save Pina. That's right. She could have been doing that. She could have become the Pied Piper, do that. But she's too dead. She would not be doing that kind of stuff. That just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Somebody else. Uh, but she just kind of went along with it in order to do that, yeah. But that, that part didn't make much sense to me. Because then I know that they wanted to... Uh, she was trying to save Pina, but it's like... That doesn't make any sense because the king wanted Lele. Why would the king be wanting to kill Lele? I don't know. So unless Teola was tricking the Pied Piper to trick them to kill Lele because they, she, of course, Teola doesn't like uh, uh, Zolza. So I don't know. That, that I don't know if she likes him or not. No, she hates him. At this point, I'm, 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 I, I totally don't. She's her, her, her character logic is so off the board. I don't even she's, know what she's doing anymore. No, Tools this entire time has been trying to destroy his world. And that's the best way to do it, is, is I guess at this point to realize, just make him king and then destroy him from the inside. I hope so. She doesn't, she doesn't want to just kill him. She wants to destroy him. And she's, over time, doing that. She's she's taken away her father or his Which father. Which I don't I don't understand. She's taken away her I mean, his my, brother. My she's biggest... taken away Pina. I mean, she's taken everything away from him. 
my biggest problem with that is is that if if she had such a problem with Zozal, why ever go against the green guys? Because it's the those are the guys that are going to destroy him. She's she's kicking that that hornet's nest so that it comes in. And just well, he doesn't want to. He doesn't this like him anyway. Is why. This next episode, the the green guys are going in there and they're going to kill everybody. No, That's I exactly think they're going to. Wanted. I think they're going to turn her into an evil bad guy. That oh yeah, it's just I, I, an evil yeah. bad guy. Just because yeah, she's no. an evil bad guy. No, that's not what it is. <laughs> They've already gone into her past, so it's at least not that much. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a he destroyed my my people. Now I want to destroy him and his people. Is really why I see it. So next episode, yeah, Zolzal and everything's going to be destroyed. And then it's probably going to come out that that Tool is behind it and she's going to be the next person to go down, I would imagine. She's she's gone way too far, so she, there's no there's no turning back. Is there anything you want to talk about on that one? Not enough Zoe Mercury. She disappeared after her, her whole uh, thing with her sister. Yeah, it's frustrating. So hopefully she'll pop up again next episode, lick the blood, blood off the axe and start killing them. Yeah, she need, we, she's going to be we a need, mass exit. We need a lot more Rory going on now. <laughs> this coming Friday will be mass moments of Rory because she's going to be enjoying herself a lot. We need a lot. There's going to be a lot of people We need dying. a lot more Rory. <laughs> oh... Anything else? You just kind of you kind of pulled gate out of nowhere <laughs> at the very end there. I, I think we've already talked about Saya. She she's awesome. Bubunki, I don't even want to talk about. It's annoying. I want to talk about Dude da da but that's spoiler for you. So and Harachika, Har Harta's still a genius. So don't need to talk about that. <laughs> Nothing's changed there. He's still awesome and 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 solving every possible m- mystery ever. Yeah. yeah. He even solved a dog mystery. I'm, I'm a little upset. He's a doggy detective. I'm a little upset, but it, I kind of seen it come with Luck and Logic. I, I, I mentioned to you with the last episode we watched of Luck and Logic, it was like, this show has a lot of predictable conclusions to each episode. And it does feel, it has a situation per episode thing. It doesn't, it doesn't feel, it does kind of feel episodic, but at the same time, it's, it's just kind of how they transition each story. And it feels like the the conclusion to each story is predictable, but at the same time, I'm just enjoying it a lot, and I don't know why. But it's like you have the whole thing with Lucifer and this this is what my logic is thinking thing guy, and it's like I can see I wanted for a brief moment I wanted them to just have Lucifer just want to be there, yeah, and be just you're with them. I want to do what you're doing there, and just. Be honest, like he was saying when he first came in that room, and it's like, but I just know he's just gonna pair up with Logic Guy, and they're gonna be the evil bad guy at the end. Yeah, I mean, it, you could have done something so cool and interesting, and you just decided to go with this works easiest. So let's just do this. I yep. was a little upset about that. I, I, it was, it was a, a weak introduction to in in to me. It was a weak introduction to the quote unquote big bad. Yeah, I nice. thought. I I I I agree with Andrew. I think it would have really been a really cool thing to have a the the guy who's been kind of fighting it, and then they've been projecting him from the start. And they've been projecting him as the outsider. He's never yeah. really fit into the group. And so they projected him from the beginning. And it's 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 really frustrating. It, it, they could have came in with with Lucifer and then him uh deciding to join the group hook up with with logic boy and say look 
I actually know that there might be a big bad coming in through in such and such time. We really need and to get our me, our yeah. team member. Yeah, you're going to need me, and we need to get our team actually working well together. And my logic says we need Lucifer because something yeah. bad's coming. <laughs> and 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 it could have been really a, a good solid ending. And it's one of those things. Like I said, I'm like, enjoying it, and that would have knocked out of the park. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's. It's. I'm not. Like like we said before, uh, it, tell the story that, that you want to tell. It's just one of those things. It's like, yeah, it's kind of frustrating, but whatever. whatever. You know? <laughs> I, I do have to bring up one thing about Sojo wa Koya wa uh, Mizasu or, or... Don't bash my girls uh, beyond the ba- girls waistline beyond the waistline Koya. I have to bring up one thing. My gosh, that ending of the last episode, which was what episode ten? <laughs> episode ten. Just so kind of blew it out of the water, didn't it? <laughs> it was like that's obviously the brother. Of course, I thought the other guy was the brother, but then that turned into a, this a stupid little spout that I kind of seen coming from a mile away. But and then that guy comes in that room, and you're like, okay, that's the brother. And then he's like, thank you so much for helping me with my debt. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those ones where I'm kind of just watching the show and I'm just watching the show and I'm going, okay, cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's happening. What? Wait, what? What? What did you say? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was a weird spin to it. Because I, I thought the entire time that she was trying to hide what she was doing from her brother because her brother was a big uh, producer of these shoujo games and that she was trying to either prove something to him or yeah. trying to be just as good as him without his knowledge or without the aid of him like he if he knew he would help her and that would be discounting what she's doing herself right and to have him come up and it's like it was oh, kind wait, of like a, 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 a yeah dead, so. it, it, it completely came off as she's to me it came off like she's trying to out get out of the 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 uh the shadow of her brother and prove that without his help type thing and i yeah. To me, it absolutely, it worked that way, and and then him randomly coming in, and it was like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> it was, it was so, cool. yeah, it, it was, it was, was a cool little twist. What's cool is that kind of that kind of helps soften the blow of my frustration with it earlier, in that it does feel more like that she has a reason for uh, having an interest in Hojo. Like this is a she had an issue we don't know yet if it's true but she uh, might be uh doing this whole thing in order to make money for her brother and completely uh fooling everybody but she still sees hojo as being that he's the tool that i'm going to need in order to save my brother and then i kind of see a reason why there would be that love connection happening but it was just nice that there's something there to at least give me a little bit of hope. This is and just Hojo not and Hojo would absolutely take me I, out for no reason. Hojo would be one of those that would probably be okay with not accepting any money. Yeah, for the project. So I, I, I the only I, problem I, I think you're gonna have is is redhead because she I, hates everything. That I happens. don't. <laughs> I don't see. I don't see her being the the type that would cause a problem, a fuss about that, especially if Hojo says something to her. She's gonna fuss. She's gonna fuss. She's gonna fuss real bad because, well, who was deceiving them? The one that she clashes with all the time. Well, she no, and that's and that's what I'm saying. It, she'll she'll probably cause a fuss for a second until Hojo says something. No, I don't think Hojo's gonna stop her. I think that I think that's gonna be full blown combat between the two of them because I don't I don't 
nothing has established me yet that Hojo can turn around and say stop, and she goes whimper, whimper, and turns around. She they has, had a connection, but that doesn't mean that she suddenly shuts up whenever he says something. Well, no, and, and I agree, but I think that she respects him enough that she'll she'll accept that. No, I don't. I haven't. Oh, I, haven't I haven't seen that. Anyways, I haven't personally seen that. That's a thing, but maybe I'm missing something. <laughs> But I, I, that's the only one that I can see really clashing. Everybody else, I can oh, yeah, see saying, I agree. Oh, that really if screwed any... up. Uh, thanks for telling us, but what's wrong kind of thing. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I, I think that if anybody's going to clash, it's going to be Redhead. You, uh, the the she little girl. She is the drama the, causer. Yeah, the, the Wally absolutely is going to be like, uh, yeah, by by all means, uh, let's let's make the best artwork to make the, the thing go. Uh, now, childhood friend might say something, but won't say a lot because she's she's in- introverted like that. Um, and and but yeah, red redhead, absolutely. I mean, she's gonna freak. Yeah. I just want to bring that up because that was kind of a interesting little twist. I, I admit that I, I agree. I, this show hasn't really done anything interesting to me except for that moment, and I hope that they do something special with it. It's not just a bam bam. Okay, let's move on and. Okay, that didn't really change much, but let's make our shoujo game. And and they're now in combat with the other group, so. that That's what kind of makes me believe that they're going to not drag it out very long. It's just a, okay, uh, that sucks. A little bit of spout happened. Sorry, guys, I tricked you, but he needs this money. Uh, you can all leave now if you, if, you, if you hate me. And then, but no, we have to take... And then maybe thrust in a, a jab from that other studio and then go... Screw it. We're going to take that guy down. I don't care about the money. Money can go to him. We don't care and move on kind of thing. So, so now now that we've uh, it's on on the screen and it's driving me nuts. I have got to whine a little bit about sister. Do you? I I kind of do. Okay. Why in the world did they do that? Are you with talking her? about Schwarzenegger? Yes. Okay. Why did they do just that? To, just to warn everybody that we're talking about Schwarzenegger up to Why? Why did they do that? What are we talking about? Why did they make her go off the deep end like that? Like every Yandere in the entire history of anime. It's a Yandere <laughs> Why? character. Why? Why did they have to do that to her? Because it's a Yandere character. That's what Yandere characters do. No, she was not Yandere. Yes, she was always she Yandere. She turned Yandere for she some stupid always, reason. She was no, they always ruined Yandere. Her. Absolutely destroyed her character. Like every Yandere in the world. They all don't show their their intentions always they all have some point that they flip out and kill somebody why did they have to do that because it's a yandere character and it's how yandere characters then are written stop stop that why did they have to do that what i mean i i, I and, and and it goes to the 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 weird little thing where um you you had pointed out that that you you kind of wish that they would just kill her off and it's like I I have to kind of disagree. I want to see her redeemed now. No. Yes. They, if they redeem her at this point, this this show will be dead to me. And if they kill her off, it would, the show would be dead to me. They're not going to kill her off. What what I think is going to be is that she's going to die as a situation of somebody else is going to be combating with her. She's not going to let up, and it's the I ran to the sword thing. I don't think it's somebody going to intentionally go, I'm going to kill you, boom, 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 you're dead. It's going to be a stop, 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 because fall I, I, on the blade, in all, dead. In all honesty, okay, there's there's like four characters that I have actually kind of grown to care about, and she's one of them. The, the How did you kind of care about her? At what point did she say something that would make you, oh my gosh, I want to see this character succeed? 
no, 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 no. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I have grown to care about her. I did not say that she's like, okay, um, chi level. Okay, I, I'm, I'm vaguely interested and want to see that she is one of the characters that's making me interested in the show. Okay, her orange hair. Um, the the captain girl you dance around that question so easily. How do you do that? <laughs> what I said? What for? What reason? What has she done that established a connection to you? I guess vulnerability. Okay, it, 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 for lack of a better term, um, it, the orange hair. Uh, the 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 captain girl. The the blonde oh, captain the girl. Girl is. and and they just yeah. killed off another one of the characters that I kind of liked. So <laughs> I don't. I don't see the orange hair girl. What the hell is her name? I was in her yelling out colors of hairs instead of character names because I don't even have the outline up. Because you just decided to jump right into that one. <laughs> Do I even have an outline? I have to have an outline for it. Katya. Katya. There you go. I don't understand Katya because Katya is just probably the weakest character of the show. She has... She's always... She's kind of like Aokana and the, the Moe Blob in that show. It's just they... I'm here to be cute and you to protect me. And that's all sh- her real purpose is. If anybody that I have a connection with is probably uh, Aristina. Aristina is the other one, yeah. And yeah, maybe Thyrang, who just got blown away here recently. So, right. And I also like uh, Gretel. Gretel's been pretty awesome lately, too. But you, I think you pretty much named off every character so far, except for. Uh, no, I've Nasal only Girl. named off four. Which is pretty much most of the main girl cast, except for maybe Nasal Girl and, uh... Which one was Nasal Girl? The gray hair girl that nearly killed your Moe Blob that you want to protect, so that's probably why you don't like her. The one that... Uh, the, the, the glasses the nasal girl? Boy girl? The one that's the character that's the same voice as the girl from uh, Little Witch Academia. Oh, gray hair. Oh, no. I, I don't care for her. Because she's never there. <laughs> she nearly killed your girl. <laughs> no, I just don't care for her in general. She pulled, if she pulled the trigger in that episode, everything would have been fixed at that point. Honestly, that this show would have been like ten times better if she just pulled the trigger and killed that Moe blob right there. That Yandere Moe blob. Yeah. Can you have a Yandere Moe blob? You can tell me for right? <laughs> There's like teehee and then stab. <laughs> Yes, you absolutely can have Moe and Yandere at the same time. Yeah, yeah I think you've basically named off all the characters. I mean, because like, like I said, Sylvia, which is, which is the girl that you didn't really name out. She can't really be included. But Thyring, that's one. You already mentioned her. Yeah, Fam got Two, killed just three, recently. I didn't. I, I liked her. Four. Yeah, you named all the main girls. You you're literally, the, the characters that connect is all, all four of the main girls. I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know what else you want me to no. say. <laughs> you just made out like you have this like this entire show. I, mean, I don't care for Here I don't care for glasses, group girl. of characters that I've connected with. And it's like you named every character. I don't like Glasses Girl. Who's Can't glasses stand her. Girl? Gla- glasses Girl is the one that's going over to wherever and and making connections to everybody. They just took Why her. Why don't you like her? She's like the only character with actual character. I don't like her. I don't. I can't tell you why. She's the I only character like with any kind of development that I've seen in this show. And no, you don't Iristina, like her. Iristina has had the most development. Uh, I mean, it, uh, the, Iristina, with, Iristina, the difficulty with her is the fact that she is not 
trying to show her cars too quickly because of the Stasi. So I don't know okay. if I can. I don't know if I can follow you there because Iristina, what Iristina, we're getting is what uh, they're okay. able to reveal. What? <laughs> that's the frustrating thing. It's like. I that that's that's why I have had such a hard time watching this show is because they can't reveal anything because everything has to stay hidden. The Stasi. <laughs> so so the, the only things that I've got is 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 Blondie because um, Theodore has all kinds of back history with her. So you find out about her th- by default with development of Theodore. Um, your wonderful names you give these characters. I don't know where I, I'm trying to follow Blondie. And Blondie would be his sister. I'm sorry. Sister's Chan. <laughs> okay. But then again, it's, uh, that sounds like a nun, and she's definitely not a nun. <laughs> what the hell is that character? I don't know. <laughs> oh, she was Western German character. That was one that hated everybody. I didn't like her. <laughs> Well, because you punched your P- PTSD girl, if you want to give her a name, PTSD girl. <laughs> I didn't like her either. She freaked out at the beginning, and that's about it. I thought she was dead. I thought I thought they were going to kill her off, at least. But <laughs> Keeps naming off cast members, and I'm like, I didn't like that one either. I did like the, 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 the uh, uh, Freckles. Poor Freckles. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever root for a character again. <laughs> run, run! That's why I'm not rooting for nobody. I, I mean, I just uh, that no, I, I'm, I, I can't. You must root. have been rooting for with with for the the girl who just got blown away. Dad, gum it! You were, weren't you? Shoot, that's exactly what happened. Because <laughs> I was like, I got, I got mad because uh, Blondie was. Having people beat the crap out of her, and I got mad, and I was like, "Okay, I I, I want to see uh, Gretel make it and and survive." And then she survived, and then got killed. What? Did we... See, see, this is why Chris should not watch shows like these. And every time, but no, they they know they have to do things like that because you you go you praise shows for mothers getting ran over by cars when childhoods. I did what? You get you get all crazy whenever whenever a a. a a kid has to deal with a mother dying in the past. You love that kind of stuff. Like they I get did? hit by a car and you're like, oh, when so did great. I do that? A lot of times. I don't remember gonna, doing I'm that. I'm going to have to go back and look for them. <laughs> My only closing arguments is I, I really don't see the sister being that big of a deal. I think she's been psycho to begin with. She's psycho now. My only thing was I wish that they killed it earlier because it feels like they've been dragging I... it out and it's been ruining the other aspects of the show. But. My, well, you'll know more in our, our review. My my thing with her is is that she came in as broken, and it was kind of one of those things where I wanted to see her fixed, and that's kind of the frustration that I have and with so it. So her deceiving side worked on Chris. That's yep. what we see. I didn't, I, was, I wasn't deceived. I was ruined. I think it was. I think it was the point in which uh, I was latching on to anybody that I actually could find in this show so it's easy i i i get that i think it was the point in which she uh w- was threatening to uh katya that i was like yeah that's they need to stop this and, and and for her to live after that point was like why are we doing this she literally spelled it out to katya why is she still a thing so whatever yeah, I was I was a little bothered by that scene too. So, is there anything else you want to just jump out there and say we got to talk about this one? 
No, I just wanted to complain about the sister. Okay. All right. Uh, well, we'll conclude it with that. That was our little spoiler talk for this discussional podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed just slapping this in there, just right there for you guys. Um, hope most of you actually was able to watch most of this stuff to be able to keep up with this. Uh, but if you're here still, thank you for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed, and you take care. Oh,